Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 62. So, we dropped Kish for the day. Uh, we got Chris. Uh, Ayashua? Ayashua. I can never pronounce your last name. It's like Joshua, Joshua, Joshua? but with an I instead of I'm just going to call him Ayusa. That's, that's there you go, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So we got Ayusa back on. Um, I know you've got some cool stuff uh, in the works because we've talked back and forth. Um, just in passing over mm-hmm. Messenger, but uh, yep. And I know you actually wheel, so this will be a cool one to like hear about. Like before we even started, we were talking a little bit about the jungle. We stopped ourselves because we want to uh, hear more about that, and everybody else probably wants to hear about that too, because mm-hmm. um, it was sounds like that was wild. So I don't know, just what's what's been up as far as uh, build and. So my, yeah, we wheel pretty much, I mean, we go out at least three times a month, um, and if not every weekend, mm-hmm. this year was pretty gnarly, pretty much every weekend we were going out, um, yeah, a lot wow. of big trips this year was, this year was awesome. We did a bunch of wheeling this year and, uh, 2022 looks already off to be a good start on the same progress, uh, a lot of wheeling. So we, we did good. Uh, our last trip was um the jungle which was uh was it the new year's i don't even it was january uh no was it december it was december yeah, it was december because that was it was december early, yeah, that's what december was. or something i don't i and honestly I, don't even remember i think i think it was around christmas i don't remember the time uh they normally does it for new year's day uh so we did it a little different this year uh it was a great ride up there we left the house at like you know 5 a.m into uh, Vermont is it? It's about three hours from my house. Okay, that's so not, not too bad. So me and Mikey were in the second gen with his big trailer. Uh, so we had my buggy and his YJ buggy on there, and we got there about eight o'clock. We had breakfast, stopped off to the normal jazz going up there, and the weather was perfect. But we knew uh, we were in for a shitty day of no. Uh, and at about twelve o'clock. I'll skip a little ahead, then go back. At 12 o'clock, it started snowing pretty hard. Uh, I'd probably say close to 200 an hour. Um, and my buddy Ned uh, has a Ford, no, it's not Explorer, it's a Ford Ranger with a five liter in it. Uh, it's all tube chassis. And he decided he didn't need an engine skid plate. So that ended with a hole in the oil pan and trans pan. Yeah. And me being big, because my truck's, my buggy's big, uh, they all joke around and call it Mater. So I ended up <laughs> pulling his ass out from the other side of the jungle, which is substantially far. So I had to pull a 5,700 pound Ford Ranger, all tubed steel with back seat and all that stuff. Uh, oh, that didn't Jesus, run here. Yeah, <laughs> and it's full hydro, so you can't turn. Oh, so I had to pull him out, and by this time, it was like 132 o'clock. So we already had about four inches of snow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, Devin spun around in front of me to help pull the convoy out. And I actually got him all the way out of the woods myself with a lot of throttle and a lot of sawing, like I was a mud guy. Uh, we dragged him out. Uh, a lot of hills, a lot of – it was not fun. But I got him out of there, and then we dragged him out of the trailer uh, and got him out. And then we were going to go back, but by that time, I had about five – around four or five inches of snow and we kind of said we're just gonna go home because we still had a 
three a three ish hour we thought trek home, which ended up being closer to five. Yeah, uh, five hours to get home stuff. with the yeah. storm. Yeah, they they closed eighty nine down. Um, it was a completely shut down. No one was on the highway, so it was not maintained. So when Vermont shuts a highway down, they don't plow it. So oh. the highway had four or five inches of snow on it. So we were driving with a thirty two foot trailer and two rigs in four wheel drive, third gear, fourth gear. That's all I could do to keep the thing on the road because it was snowing so bad. Mm. Um, yeah, we got the keen. We left around two thirty. We got to keen around eight eight thirty, and we stopped and got food because we were pissed off. And I'm like, I want Mexican because I'm because I'm fat. And we stopped and got Mexican, and we were just pissed off. And keen was rain. They didn't have any real snow down here, uh, up in Vermont. That got hit pretty hard. But um, that was supposed to be the last run with my buggy. I was supposed to buy a chassis uh, from, from another from another friend. And uh, the chassis didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be. What style were you looking to get into? So, I don't know if you remember. I had an FJ chassis uh, about two years ago that I bought. Um, it was an FJ40 uh, yep. Toyota that was red, and it had 40-inch trip stickies on it. I bought a chassis, and I had one tons under it, 05 pluses and 40-inch stickies, uh, and I never finished it. Uh, it was set up for a small block Chevy. Uh, back in the day, like a early 2000s build. Um, and my buddy bought it and did a ton of work. Uh, is, this, uh, uh, is this the one that Dave which, bought? Or? Yeah, yeah, Dave okay. Nichols, yep. yep. So Nichols, Nichols did a ton of work. And I was, it has a built LS in it now, and I was going to buy the whole shebang, 6 liter, 4 LED, uh, Atlas 4 speed. Um, and I just, the chassis needed a lot more work than I thought, and that's kind of why he stopped. Uh, he did a front half on it, cut the frame, and did all the tube in the front. Um, but now the top was too tall mm-hmm. by about a foot. So I'm like, I have to cut the whole top off this thing. And then I'm like, dude, it's that's a lot of work. I, I planned on trying to have an easy winter uh, and not kill myself. Yeah. And that was just going to push me over. I just said, screw it. I'll, I'll put a little more work in, in my buggy uh, for this year, and I'll, I'll get a real chassis next year. I hear a waffle coming. Is that what? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> a, little <laughs> a little waffle action. Uh, no, I, I don't. So, mine. I wouldn't really. I, w- I was thinking about this. Would I use parts from my buggy to build a new buggy? No. So I wouldn't run my axles. Uh, exactly. I'd, I'd, keep, I'd keep my tires, but it wouldn't be worth it for me not to sell the buggy whole. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Well, so 37s you can slap on it for the waffle. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, I, still, <laughs> I still have in possession um, Craven's 42s. So I'd probably just oh, steal dude, those. Those things are fucking junk, though. Listen, you don't, they'd, those, they'd, they'd fit on my uh, buggy. Um, I could throw them on uh, my buggy and ship them and keep my. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to have eight on six and a half because I'm going to go all five and newer. So then you got to redrill the, the hubs. And I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'll just get new wheels and tires. Um, I'd like something lighter. Uh, mine's forty-seven fifty. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big a, girl. It's a big girl. So uh, it's without my fat ass in it. So uh, it's it's a pretty way in shame. Yeah, it's a, it's a she big girl. Uh, she does no. good though. I mean, she's light compared to my shit box. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah but, but it's I mean, still full bodied. With it's a, a mini truck. 
Like, if you think about it, you have a full it's just Cherokee. A cab. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a cab. Like Graham said, it's not a lot of truck. It's a Toyota <laughs> mini cab from 85. Like, there's not much going on there. You have, like, space. Like, you could have a back seat if you wanted to. And is you the know, propane like... lighter than... So the propane Would that be lighter 70... than gas? Or... Well, they're 70, the 73 pounds a piece. Oh, so there's so... two of them. So that's 150 pounds. But I also have a lot of poop pipe in my cage i didn't build the cage the, the, mm-hmm. the top half of the cage so i still have like hebrew pipe in the cage so that stuff's like twice the weight of uh dom as well interesting yeah i've never electro welded yeah it's not dom uh so some of the stuff if i was to keep it i would cut the whole top of it off and redo it all when i did the front half last winter i did all into the quarter dom um, and everything I touch, I've done DOM on. Uh, I just haven't got over the top of the cab and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, and then my axles from wheeling this year. Uh, my buggy's been around. It's it's kind of a slut. Everyone's uh, driven my buggy pretty hard. So I wore through both axles. So normally on the 60 in the front, you wear the bottom bolt off. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did that before I got it. Like right when I first got it, I did that. I'm actually wearing the side bolts. Uh, off the bottom of the diff. You're just doing so a trim, have, right? Yeah. So I just <laughs> I said fuck it, and I bought uh, the ballistic shave kit for the front and the ballistic shave kit for the back. Nice, nice. Hell so yeah. we're gonna How shave them this shave winter. Off of sixty. Uh, one inch. You get just one inch, inch okay. off of sixty. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, t- good, tell, yeah, tell your old lady just an inch. Yeah. And see yeah. if she's at that point. <laughs> so if you could add just an inch, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure my wife would be a little happier with that. Um, <laughs> But uh, and she'd be happy. God damn, boy. <laughs> I had, oh. No, no, no. <laughs> confused. There's nothing. I can't brag about that. Um, I meant adding. I meant adding, adding, so I can have at least three. I like at least three. Um, but no, shaving the front will help, and then the back. I think they say it's two, two inches or two and a half inches in the back with the ballistic, ballistic shave. Um, that's, that's yeah, yeah, the, the ballistic. Yeah, on the 14 bolt. So um, I have the 13 bolt shave. You just kind of like saws all the bottom off. Yep. I bought that cover the beginning of the season, and I was actually an eighth of an inch above the cover already with no shaving. So I wore it down that much. Wow. I literally, I literally just put the cover on there and didn't do anything. And now <laughs> I literally, I literally wore it from humble pie and all that stuff. I wore, I wore the diff down again. And I actually wore through the housing. The housing is. Yeah, when your housing is so, the wear item, that's uh, yeah indication so, that you're the the ballistic ones. Uh, we're gonna put AR plate on the bottom of the ballistic uh, kit, uh, just to cool. just to try to sh- to save the diffs from wearing out. Um, and they're gonna get a little more up travel as far as the rear only has about three inches up. I want six or seven. So I can do a little wow. bit more faster stuff. Uh, I have eighteen inch shocks. That thing's got massive shocks in it. Damn, so, so it's all down uh, right now, or is it low? Yeah, I have, I have like, no, I have 16 down. Wow. So that thing's got Christ. a lot of down, yeah. That that whole buggy was, it's a little stupid. I don't know why he did that. It's Can got 18. Take a second and talk about the fact that, like, no one tells you that your diffs are going to become wear items when you go from a 30 to a 60 yeah. or, you know, step up to that level of wheeling. Yeah. Like, well, Colin's having that problem now with his, well, I don't know, one 60. of his trash axles. Yeah. He's having it with his 60. 
Yeah, it's it's true. It's it's you just you literally in uh, Mike Golly with the samurai, the red samurai from uh, I think he's Deepwoods or I think he's Deepwoods. Uh, he he cracked his at Field and Forest last year, and uh, they rolled it over and welded it, and then rolled it back over. That's funny. Because uh, he cracked <laughs> the bottom of the diff from hit for it was just worn so much that he literally cracked like a two inch crack nice. in the bottom. So they, they rolled the buggy over in the parking lot, burned it did it with two batteries of course and then push it back on its wheels and then continue to wheel i don't even know if he had a gear oil i think he just kind of just ran and then when they rolled it it had some gear oil in it and then he wheeled uh the rest of the weekend like that oh so amazing it, yeah it's a different uh once you start getting out of like the streetable rigs and and get into the mine's not even a buggy like i like to call it a buggy but it's not it's a truggy like i'm not one of the cool like Ultra four Un- guys, yeah, underneath or, you know the what I mean? cage, it's it's still the truck, right? Like correct, so like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm still like Luke's Jeep. You know what I mean? Like if you put like 43s on Luke's Jeep, we would be in like the same category, you know, like or 43s on Grams or. Except and, for you still have more up travel than he does. No, no, I'm just no. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. What? I I know you swapped it when you did the four link. I'm making a joke because you've never had up travel. Okay, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got real defensive Luke. there. He got hey. super defensive. <laughs> I saw his face. His whole face just. I got up travel, man. I finally have up travel, and it's fucking beautiful. Listen, he's got more than three inches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I redid the front last year, and I got almost. I got six and a half in the front, Um, and it used to be two and a half in the front, and it was horrendous. (laughs) And I would just, it was just bump, 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 bump. Did you have air bumps, or were you just on like a solid bump? So when I first bought the buggy, it had those ghetto ass Daystar like you get it like AutoZone like the inch and a half, two inch pucks like poly pucks that were like <laughs> it's got like a half inch bolt or a seven sixteenths bolt on the back side. You just kind of tighten yep. the the bolt, you drill a hole, and like puts up, they had those. So <laughs> Holy my, shit. my spine, needless to say, was a little fucked up from that. So <laughs> now it's got bumps in the front, and it still has. The bigger Daystar ones, they spent the big bucks. It's got like a three or four inch Daystar poly pucks, and it hits the top of the Curry Johnny joint, which is pretty dumb. So, wearing <laughs> the Johnny joint when you hit it in the so I'm going to put air bumps oh, yeah. uh, as well and get a little more, uh, a little awesome. more out of it. So yeah, no, it's it's pretty it's pretty harsh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they just they, yeah. That's yeah. that's a different kind of special. <laughs> And this, and this is what, yeah, this is why you talk about having my buggy, my truggy is is still a Toyota. It's not a uh, full blown tube chassis. You know what I mean? Like, and so you gotta, I gotta remember that when I go out with these guys with rear steer and, and full blown tube chassis, that I'm still the, uh, I'm still the underdog here. Hmm. Um, I can drive. I'm very good at that. I can't do many things well, but I can drive. So yeah, say so. Uh, I I condone that. I, yeah, I see I mean, you're a good driver. I mean, sure. Co- Cody can outwheel me. Uh, if you ask, yeah, him, my feet. He said he said Fuck. that Thursday in the podcast that he can outwheel me, and it's <laughs> he doesn't even fucking wheel. Uh, but you know he can outwheel me. So I'd yeah, like to see that. Express. Like to see oh yeah, that. I got that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm pretty nimble for a fat guy, so I wouldn't say I wouldn't yeah, say you can like outwheel me with that. Listen, I'm telling you, we'll get some new balances. And we'll, do, we'll do some stuff here. We'll get the white ones, we'll lace them up tight. And then, uh, I don't know, I, you'd have some competition. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty nimble for a fat guy, I'm telling you. Um, How the so, turntables. Yeah. First one to walk through, uh, or 
get through everything sucks or something, right? You just put those new balances it's on and walk it. <laughs> See yeah, you later. Actually, every, everything sucks is my least favorite trail at Field and Forest. Um, I love every trail but that one. Uh, everything sucks fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> for Humble Pie, I, I literally, uh, I did Humble Pie this year. I don't know if I talked to you guys before that or I don't remember. That was before. before. No, I yeah, I, so I, I, I ran I Humble think... Pie this year with mine. Um, huh. And uh, I got to the uh, shootout at the end, so I qualified for the shootout, which you got to qualify in um, for the shootout, and I qualified for that. And I randomly ripped a hind joint off my steering column, so I couldn't turn. Oh, shit. So I came down Nelson's crawl, and my steering wheel was flopping all over the place. And uh, I had to hold it up in place to kind of turn. I'm like, this is fucking retarded. And I was like, I can't do a timed event by holding my steering wheel. When you hit a bump, the steering column was like literally, yeah. you know, two feet in every direction. I, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm just fucking calling it. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I didn't even get. I didn't even get to the bunghole. I was all excited, like I was gonna get out. And I, we had a we had a plan. Um, Eric uh, had a hot dog stand uh, at on Pete's Pass. Mm-hmm. So we were going to stop and get hot dogs. We had this like cool plan, me and my spotter. We were going to park and get hot dogs and make everybody laugh. And then we were going to go do break over <laughs> rock and all that stuff. Well, I, I didn't make it. So I, uh, I, 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 I failed and I was pretty excited about that. And I fucking failed. Yeah, um, next so, year. Next year. Yeah. Like a stupid steering. And literally, too, right? and, and Bob goes, if you want to fix that, I'll let you run. Like, I'll let you restart and run. And I'm like, Bob, dude, it's been a hell of a weekend. I, I love that you let me go here. I had a blast. I'm fucking done. It's like, I'm done. My spot is tired. Like, we're done. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was, it was a lot. Um, we came in, I think there was 33 rigs. Wow. And I think I came in 16th. Out of thirty-three, being a fat slut Toyota—that no, ain't no, bad. No, exactly. No, and, and you know, and, and it was—I uh, ran with my buddy Sean with the um, green, the olive green and black buggy with the KR3s on it. So me and him ran together. So it was me, my spotter Matt, Sean, and his spotter Mikey, which the was that tan, the tan YJ that we're building, um, and we ran together like with each other, helped each other out. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the whole thing. And then at the end, um, he, he beat me by like a minute. You know what I mean? He was right in front of me for the for the end. So uh, it was it was it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I got it out of the way, did it. And uh, a lot. The humble pie is a is a fucking lot on the rig. Um, yeah. my rig got its ass kicked for humble so, pie. Like that's is that why you want to change to a more uh, go fast kind of style? Is you want to be able to do both, or um, I just I just want to be able to um, shed some weight off my buggy. To I mean I don't break a lot of parts, but I'm very easy on the throttle. <laughs> you think I drive hard, but I'm very easy when it gets bound up. I don't yeah. let it. I don't let it. Like I'm not a. Well, it's also got a, you've got the slush box in front of it, which you know just, yeah. it's like a pillow yeah, for all the. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I kind of go easy on it, and I know when I'm bound up to stop. So I would like to be able to get on it a little more, uh, trying to climb things and stuff like that, and not have to worry about it. And in the back of my head, that cage that I didn't build or me and my friends didn't build, I don't like the idea of that because uh, I don't know who did it, and I don't. Yeah, it's sketchy. not. It's not DOM. So like, if Graham built it or someone like that, and I knew, I knew you built it, and I was like, oh, I trust you doing things i would 
easily take a roll and not worry about it. But I know once that thing rolls, the fucking chassis is ruined. Yeah, it's gonna gotcha. so, it's gonna get shredded. It'll it'll save me. Like I I hundred percent feel that it'll save me because I mean the cab is still intact. So the cab inside, like it's gonna take a, a flop or a good roll or something like that. But it's well, gonna you, be you flopped. flopped it before, right? So that rig's been on its side um, twice, uh, but it didn't go all the way over. Mm -hmm. So for a rockaholic guy, that's that's not that many times to be honest with you. you no, know, like, so I I don't drive by braille. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I'm not a race car driver. Yeah. So Bradley rolls over every time. He's one of the best drivers I know. Uh, he rolls over every time because he will full throttle hit anything. <laughs> if you tell him to hit it hard, he will hit it hard. And he's not afraid to full rear steer as he's climbing. He's He will hit things hard. Uh, so he rolls over all the time. Uh, Jim Overly, you guys know, of course, yes. does backflips and cartwheels, <laughs> and he just beats things hard. Uh, <laughs> so if I did that, I would be just like those guys. Uh, I drive kind of, you know, mm, I don't want to break it today. I, I want to. I drive mine to wheel next weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, and I don't have a big budget. I have three. You guys talk about it all the time with like making time with you know families and, and stuff like that. Uh, I have three kids. My wife doesn't work. I'm you know one income uh, household here. I wow. have a mouse and stuff, so I, I, I take things, I go easy, because if I have a $3,000 break, I'm like, shit, I will yeah, make it work. Sucks. Uh, I'll make it work, but it's a, it's a lot to put stress on everything else. So oh, I'm like, absolutely. you know what? Yeah, especially yeah, like, only income. I mean, I could only imagine that that would definitely yeah. stress yeah, a lot of that. Shit, yeah, I'm a I, fucking I, single. Well, Technically, I'm not married, so I'm still, what, like, legally single, I think it is. Uh, 24 year old guy, and I still don't have enough money to throw at my Jeep all the time that I want. So I couldn't even imagine actually owning a house and all that shit. That's pretty wild. That's a lot. Yeah, I got a house, yeah. and you know we have kids who are in school, and the kids do things, and you have you know Wednesdays you have dance, big yeah, dance and soccer, and we go on trips, family trips and stuff. And wheeling's kind of my uh, my wife calls it my sanity. It keeps me uh, somewhat sane. It's my only thing that I do for a hobby. You know, I had to. It's a break. It's, it's uh, yeah, exactly, and that's and that's why you know why don't you bring the kids? I'm like, well, my oldest son is seven, so he's still too small to come to field. Come out, yeah. You know what I mean? So when he when he's old enough, when he's 13, 14 years old, I'll build him a rig. I don't yeah. care about that. You know, I'll, I'll gladly, you know, no questions asked. I'll take my rig down to build him one, um, and, and get it and get him out there. And you know, this year we. We got the gooseneck this year, and I put my camper on the front of it. So I have a truck camper on the front of my. Oh, you guys saw that? Did you? I did. I, did. I have. I oh, don't you know. Saw it. Okay. Luke has. The books of face, and oh, okay. you're terrible with your Instagram. Like, we need to have a separate conversation about, like, it's not that hard to share posts from Instagram to Facebook. I don't fucking know how to do that shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't use the Instagrams. It's so easy. I know. I, I got I to gotta do some stuff. Everyone tells me, you got to use Instagram. Like, I, don't, I don't fucking use it. You just take I a picture and put it on there. I don't even use yeah, Facebook. I I just take. I'll take a picture and like write whatever I'm going to write if I'm going to do like a post. And then it just goes to Facebook, too. And that's just... It's two birds, one stone. It's done. I, it's yeah. low effort. I mean, I, I, could, I could probably try to do that. Like, that's not... A, but I, like, I look at my Instagram, I'm like, I don't have any of those pictures. I'm like, what's going on there? Um... <laughs> And we wheel so much that I'm normally in the front of the group, like either leading or I get fucked. I don't get yeah. any pictures. Like my rig's never there. I'm like, what the hell? All these guys have awesome videos and I'm stuck either in the front or I'm in the back and I don't get any videos. 
See, I would say I would say you have the same problem that Colin does, which is you do exciting stuff. People want to see you wheel, but yeah. the problem is is that every obstacle, most of the time, I mean, you're you're pretty well rounded with wheeling in New England, so most yeah. of the time, every every obstacle you go up to, you've already either tried it or done it. I've so done it, yeah. by the time that somebody can even get a phone out, get a camera out, or anything like that, you're already done and up it, and. Yeah. It's like, oh, that didn't even look cool. So what's the point of that video? Because he exactly. just blocked yep. that shit. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I don't want to, and I don't want to make people wait on me. Like, get the cameras, take the picture, grab this yeah, handball. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not that guy. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hit it, and then it is what it is. You know, even at the jungle, I I wheeled the jungle until uh, Ned broke, but I wheeled till like two o'clock, and I don't have one fucking video <laughs> of my rig, not one. No, like, I, I got one. I got a, I got a rando picture. That I'm in the I'm in there's like three other rings in mine. So there's proof that I was there. Uh, <laughs> every cool thing I did, I did. Uh, we did Dirty Sanchez, which is a nasty trail. Uh, it's got like a ten foot drop uh, that turns hard ninety passenger and then drops down again. Is that the Is that the one where that guy recently just flopped onto his roof really hard? There was a uh, video. I think it was like a that, yellow buggy. Probably. Uh, that's like one of the biggest drops at um, the jungle. The jungle's a lot of uh, Paul Barnes. You guys know Paul. Mm -hmm. Paul likes to cut some fucked up trails. Uh, Paul, <laughs> well, Paul if you've seen his trails. buggy work, right? You have. Yeah. We all have, yeah, I think. Paul, at, uh, Paul is um, Badlands. Paul, I love. I so we're going. That I thing just works. To, I was talking to Luke before we uh, had the podcast, and I was trying to figure out buttons. I was pushing lots of buttons. Um. <laughs> And we're doing um, Harlan Memorial Day uh, week. So Paul Barnes and those guys are going to come down with us. So we're going to go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday uh, for Harlan. And then we're going to do Tackett Creek on Wednesday. And then drive to Roush Thursday and wheel Friday, Saturday at Roush. And nice. then come home. So we'll do – that'll be that for our opening – our opening week, we call it. We do a long weekend normally. We're doing a full week this year, but we do Roush normally as a Roush or AOA or something like that as our opener for the year. Uh, just kind of a shakedown and you know a good a good run, you know a good hard run for the year to yep. see what, how things are going to work out and stuff. So it'll be me and Mikey and uh, Paul Barnes, uh, Matt with the Chevy Truggy, the white one on forty threes, mm -hmm. and Sean with uh, he built a. A blue buggy on 39 reds uh so i invited the guys in my club to see if people will show up you know whatever we got a house down at harlan and then uh yeah it's it's ends up being pretty cheap last year we went with um mark brandstery uh ended up being like 200 bucks a person for five days damn um uh, we were looking at there was an Airbnb down by Roush that it was literally going to cost like everybody like eight dollars a night or something. It's it's insane how just because like th these guys are people who own these houses are like okay the only people that are coming are quad and like yeah, uh, four by exactly. four guys. There's nothing so I, Yeah, so I can't make it too crazy. And but like sometimes like there was one we were looking at that it was in like a beautiful fucking neighborhood too. And I'm like, are we gonna just roll through this with a bunch of shitty XJs like yes. with this party? Uh, yeah. Like, are yes. they gonna allow this? Like, they're gonna see their ring camera and be like, what kind of incest fucking sex party is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so we just did uh, AOA at the end of the year um, last year. Uh, I've never been to AOA. We got an Airbnb. Um, and there was four of us. Craven actually came up. Uh, Craven rode with Mikey. Uh, my buddy Ben and me and Mikey, and it was on a lake. We rented a house literally on a lake and it was, yeah, it was 400 bucks or something like that. 
yeah. for, for four days and we wheeled it. It was stupid. And literally, like, we told the lady, uh, Mikey Gall, and set it all up. And he goes, hey, we have two gooseneck trailers. You know, one's 26 feet and the other one's 30, uh, 32 feet. Uh, will we fit in the driveway? And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys will fit. You know, people come here all the time and they wheel and they drop the trucks off and they drive. And we're like, okay, whatever. So I was driving and I pull in and it's a one-lane road about six inches wider than the truck and trailer. <laughs> and it's winding down this lake. And we couldn't fit in one entrance because it was uh, the roads were too tall. They had a, uh, this, like bridge you had to go over like a covered style bridge <laughs> like, i'm like so i finally get to the house and i'm I'm looking at the driveway and you could barely park two priuses in the driveway and she goes yeah just park here and i went i can't park the cummins in the driveway what, what are you talking about i still got the trailer behind so i had to back out like mm, three quarters of a mile uh <laughs> to a common area and park them in the common area uh so do a little homework when you do the airbnbs yeah. but it was it was absolutely beautiful uh you know the house is fully furnished it's like couches and tvs and shit and um aoaa was i don't know if you guys have been not yet you, yeah planning on it yeah uh, i i hated it really so i'm gonna say that i i have zero interest in ever going back why so, so different? Um, it's a, so t- you guys been to roush oh you guys have all been yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a couple times so, to go to roush and take out all the cool obstacles. And okay. then you got AOA. Really? Like, I heard AOA so, was like supposed to be the harder of the two properties. Like, yeah, so this is this is the deal. So See, the I... red the red trails are impassable. Okay. Oh. Um, so when Mark Bransiri and Cricket says no on a trail, it's a fucking no. Like that's he wins humble pie, he won humble pie this yeah. year. Like if if Cricket you, says no I don't know yeah, so any other I that's making it, it up. I looked at uh it's called upper tax bracket. Um I looked at upper tax <laughs> bracket. <laughs> it's called upper tax bracket. And I'm, I said uh I said I don't even see a fucking line. I, I don't I don't see where it's so off camber. Some of the holes were big enough to put my whole buggy in it. Easy. And I was like, I'm the biggest guy here. If I roll, I'm fucked. Like no one you're gonna need two, three rigs to get me out. Yeah. I said, I'm up there now. Like if we had 10 guys and a whole bunch of built rigs, okay, maybe. But I'm not wasting a day on upper tax bracket. And the green and blue trails uh, and the black trails were too easy. Gotcha. So huh. you guys would have a blast in Cherokees from high school. Oh. If you had 31s or Cody's. Like, if you had uh, Cherokees. Yeah. No, no, but he said, like, I'm the, I'm the higher yeah, end you, of you, that. He'd, to be, have top, he'd, be, top, he'd yeah. be top dog. Cody would have a blast. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> but like when you no, I built my rig to do 40s, more than that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So we uh, we were talking about doing famous running uh, on the way back from Harlan, uh, but I guess there's no maps and famous running, which I found out when we went to AOA. So there was a good perk of going to AOA. Uh, what I found out is famous running has a lot of trails from Paragon. Hmm. So back in the day, the off-road park was Paragon. That's where all the guys went. That was the hardcore park to go to. Okay. So I'm betting that famous Redding, which is, it touches AOA. It's the same. Like, AOA is like 12,000 acres or something like that, 8,000 acres. And famous Redding is like twelve or 15,000 acres, and they touch. The trails almost go over each other. Gotcha. So if you guys are going to go, I go recommend to- you do famous Redding, but you've got to talk to somebody about... Um, the mapping situation. So we drove to Tackett last year 
Drove around for about eight hours. I wasted about a tank and a half of propane, and I didn't hit one fucking trail. Jeez. Jesus. So we drove around, and we had no maps. And the map that we had was so basic, it didn't show anything. So we drove around, and we done everything in two-wheel drive. I was so pissed off that we wasted all that time. And now the BFD yeah, and like, has it. At that point, though, you know, it's almost better to just go to Roush. Like, so that's where we. This is where we're at on the way back from Harlan. I mean, I um, still got plenty. I'd love to hit at Roush. I mean, yeah. I feel like every and time if, we say we're going to hit certain things, and then just other stuff happens, and we don't end up being yep. able to hit it. So I'm. And I do, and I, I do think a really like a really nice point about Roush is that there is go rounds, and if there's not a go round, there's a wicked fun like lower end. Like let's say you guys want to hit Reds, like if you guys want to hit the O trail or whatever, then I could just fucking hit uh like a smaller trail that's still fun as fuck I for think me. It's, uh, Yellow Jacket runs near. Kind I might of, be yeah. totally off. Yellow Jacket, Yellow Jacket's on top of O trail. Yeah, so yep. Yellow Jacket runs up and O runs O's right there, and it's a green in between. You yeah. can run the green trail and then touch yellow jacket for the less built guys. We can drop into O trail and go do all those red offshoots and black offshoots on O trail. BV's right there. You can drop into CV and do all those trails. I'd like to, when you guys go, I missed last year. When you guys go to Roush this year, I'd like to tag along. Cool. Uh, I'm going to Roush with you guys. Yeah. Because I, I, I have, I know it's not the hardest core property. I love Roush. Um, it's, it's just one a fun of my place to bomb places. around. Like, yeah, well, I have a blast. Um, you know, on the note of like keeping your rig together enough that you can wield the next weekend, Roush is a really good fucking park for that if yeah. you can temper yourself. Yeah, there are exactly. certain <laughs> obstacles where I started letting my dick swing and I paid the price for it because I just yeah. didn't take no for an answer. When so the main, can... the main thing is the comp course. I tell myself, stay off the comp course. The comp Don't course. go on the comp uh, course. It's like cheating. Until the last day. Don't go on the okay, comp yeah, course yeah. for the last day. So if you're going to wheel Friday, Saturday, and you go home Sunday, Saturday afternoon, after you guys have lunch, whatever you're going to do, beat the shit out of the comp course. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Drive everything you want to do, yep. you can roll on the comp course. But do not go to the comp course before Saturday at like 1 o'clock. Don't do it. Ruin your whole fucking trip. Yep. You're going to end up because it's hero traction with the sandpaper. In the blown concrete, you're gonna end up ruining something. Yep. Yeah. See, I I was mildly concerned when like most of the people that gave us uh, this is kind of going back to the AOAA thing. I didn't want to cut you off, so I'm just gonna. Well, throw I it now. Um, I I I had a mild concern for AOAA when the style of driver that was telling us that it is more fun than Roush was the party guys, if you will. That where so, I was just like, they just want to go somewhere that they can do whatever the fuck they want. And so AOAA is great for a side by side or a JK on 35s. That's the best way to explain it. Huh. If you have a side by side, a dirt bike, or a quad, yeah. Or you have a, or you have a, uh, you can drive the quads into town. Oh shit, that's kind of cool. You can take a trail and take the side by sides and quads. We actually would take the buggies, but I guess we don't fit because we're too wide. So we're huh. like, we want to go in town, um, yeah. but the. Uh, it's literally for a JK on 35s. That is AOA. Like you guys are Graham, Luke. I, I, I'm just saying my personal opinion. You're wasting your fucking time. Well, that's that's a nice opinion because I'd rather like have a very like because everybody we've talked to is like, oh yeah, it was like I don't know. 
I feel like we've only gotten people who've said it's a good property, but I never really explained why it's a good property. So yeah. it's refreshing to hear your opinion, which is that it's either red trails that are impassable or trails that are way too easy. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to check another thing off your list, like if you're trying to do all the properties on the East Coast and it's yeah. on your list, I did it. I checked it. Yep. I will not Never go back. Again. Yeah. Oh. I, will, I have zero interest in going back. So it's kind if of like I Tom Mill in Rhode Island. <laughs> so I, 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 want, I want to go there. So I'd like to go there. To, I know it's probably not a lot. I'd like to go there and do it. So I said I did it, but I, I don't have any interest in going back. And Nike wants to go back to do upper tax bracket. Um, <laughs> I said I will ride passenger with you uh, and do upper tax bracket. I'll spot you. But I said I have nothing to do with my rig in this. How's his buggy doing? I know he's been tagging along to like so everything. We, so we, um, me and Mikey, uh, right after the jungle, yep. uh, Sunday, we go home Sunday, we took out a Sawzall and we cut the back off. <laughs> so we, we did a back half and it's got um, a triangulator four length in the back. As of oh, last he, night. Is he finally he, doing, is the four link, did he finish that yep. during the season? Nope. So he wheeled Okay, the he's doing that now. Because yeah, he was on Lee Springs, and it was a little... Yeah, wild. he was on Lee Springs, and he broke the second time he spun a tube uh, on the 14-bolt. So we welded it. I pulled it back with my buggy. We, we spun the tube back, and we burned it into place, mm-hmm. and it lasted one run, and then spun. And then oh, it broke oh, in a different oh. spot. So we literally gave up on that whole axle, got a whole other 14-bolt. We just saved that um, last week. Nice. Well, I don't even know what day it is. Sunday. That we shaved that Sunday. So that's shaved. That's put underneath, and all the brackets are tacked in for the back half. But we already did all the tube in the back. So the nice. whole back is all done in the tube. Um, yeah. And we, you know, did the full, raised it up like 10 inches and all that stuff and dovetailed it. And there's no more sheet metal besides the hood. Oh, no. That, I like that. Logic. That was like I know. my favorite part <laughs> of it was honestly that it was like. It was still a shell of a YJ. I mean, the floor was laughable, but no, it was don't. that was cool. No, yeah. don't. I, got a oh. picture, I got a picture of Mikey cutting out where it says Jeep on the <laughs> bottom of the tub. I got a picture of him with a cutoff wheel cutting that, and he literally rounded the tube for uh, the cowl is just tacked uh, on the side of the, t- uh, the tube for the fenders. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no, there's nothing left YJ mm-hmm. except the hood and grill. Um, oh, and, we're, and we're cutting the front. And we're putting the winch behind the grill. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut the front, take another like 10 inches off the front, and move the winch behind the grill. Wow, uh, crazy how much... Like, that seemed like it was a fairly... Uh, I don't, maybe maybe I'm just blowing smoke, but it seemed like it was a fairly well-thought-out buggy. Like, I really liked the... When we first saw it, like his first run, right? Uh, yeah. You know, it, was, it seemed like it was well-thought-out. It was a buggy with, like, the skin of the YJ. It still yeah. sort of looked like one. It, exactly. And it, it yeah. is now just full buggy just no holds yeah. barred all gone so it's crazy how one year, year can just one like year ago change, that all was the, on, change all the plans that was on 38 inch tsls and it had plates oh. wow Damn. was that the one that showed up at the red or for the red yes. run that i was spotting yes, luke, 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 yep. luke, sorry, that was it that was it yep so one year ago awesome. luke was the last time that broke a leaf spring right did he break it a leaf spring? leaf spring and it popped like Four beads on those sixteen five. So, so Luke, oh. Luke was there. Luke was there at the last run of that rig. That was the, the that was it. That was the end of the YJ. That was streetable. It was plated. It yeah. was everything. And Luke was there. He broke a leaf spring, 
and then we cut the front of it off. And I went, what the fuck happened? I thought we were just going to fix the leaf. <laughs> I'm like, I would have bought the leaf for you. Next thing you know, it's got ORIs and it's yeah. linked. The boat side. And I'm like, wow. Fucking he pulled crazy. out the credit card and said, put it yeah. on it. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mikey went crazy. But that is one of my favorite YJs. It's a uh, cool rig. I still call it a YJ. I mean, it's still got a YJ hood yeah. and grill. Uh, but it's well, one platform, of my favorite YJs. Right? Yeah, it's very, and it works very well. It's still four liter. Um, I gave him the Luke LS bug. So we're putting an LS in it next winter. We're going to do it this winter, but oh, uh, we're doing it next winter. We're going to hold off for one more year. Did that uh, have the 4.2 in it? I can't remember. Nope, it was a, it's a 95. 4.0, okay. but he's got that like uh, 4.35 or whatever that stupid first gear uh, four-speed transmission. Yep. I think it's a 4.35 or a T. Yeah, gonna 435. Yeah, Mike's going to be pissed. I don't remember what it was. It's, the, <laughs> it's out of like a... 1961 bread oh, truck. Oh yeah, I, he's having trouble. Sh- maybe yeah. Know, it seemed like he was having trouble shifting it. I mean, yeah, it's, he it's can grab it. Truck. That snow globe that's on the thing is yeah, he's uh, got the snow globe. It's got a ten, it's got a awesome. ten spline. It's a ten spline thing. Oh, one yeah. year out of a bread truck, and like he's nuts. But it's like a seven to one first year. Yeah, it's um, insane. my God. He, he ordered an Atlas um, over the summer in May or June. I can't remember exactly. They were supposed to call him by Thanksgiving to take the money for the Atlas. He bought a four-speed Atlas. Thanksgiving came around, nothing. Christmas came around, nothing. He got a call last Wednesday. We were at the shop. He got a call from Atlas saying that we're ready to take your order. And he said, well, he said, how many many more weeks? And the guy said, I think it was six more weeks. Jeez. Mikey said, I'm good. And he, yeah. he said no. Yeah. And he bought one of those. Uh, I'm probably gonna fuck him up. Fuck this up too. Uh, Midnight Customs builds Midnight fully Customs. billet 300s. Um, they I guess they they run. It's fully machined uh, billet machined uh, Dana 300s. Mm-hmm. Like, like the uh, old stack cases. Yes. Where they were okay. So they're fully. They're done by Midnight Customs, and I think they're 2,600 bucks. With a four to one set from, is it low? Uh, crap, he's gonna be pissing me again on this. Um, Lomax, Lomax makes the gear sets. Yep. So, and we were talking about this, and I don't even know what Atlas puts in their cases for gears. I think it's proprietary. So, yeah, like I wasn't sure. Are they three hundred size gears? Are they bigger? Are I think they? They might be a little bigger bit than bigger, a three hundred two hundred five. Smaller than yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I don't know, and I know the the. If somebody made an aluminum two hundred five k, I'm sure somebody does. It's probably just hella expensive. That's uh, probably ten grand. Yeah. Yeah, for a two hundred five case. That so is, that's the problem awesome. is is the weight. You have the Graham's got Graham's got the better setup with the um, box in front of it. Yep. The black box or whatever you, uh, eco box. I don't know what. You yeah, call mine's it. the eco box. You can get eco the box. black box. I so yeah. Is it five? I got the black box, but. Hmm? Is yours five? Is yours five forty four? Yeah, is five forty four out. Yeah. Yep. So I have a two hundred three, two hundred five. So not only does it weigh fifteen thousand pounds, uh, it only four to one. Three, well, it's not even. It's like three point nine six. Yes, it's, just, it's not even four to one. So because it's yeah, it will come back. Um, but you remember the numbers. So um, <laughs> it's not it's not enough. So I would like the five. 44 out of your box, nice. out of the, 
yeah, so that's I like that idea. Um, uh, and the 205 is 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 it's pretty bumper. Um, that was the thing I told Mikey was why don't you just do a eco box or a black box to a 205? Uh, he was trying to save weight, which I understand. Um, but shave it, shave it till you know the cows, yeah. And I keep telling him, and I'm like. Shaving weight—it's weight in the right point. spot. It's low. But it's low weight. It's low, and, but you're you're having something pretty much bombproof. Yeah. So I don't you ever worry, worry about, about my transfer case. Yes, I don't worry about it. So when I'm like bound up, I'm like I'm going to break a shaft. I'm going to break an axle shaft or a drive shaft. But not an output I'm, shaft. But not an output <laughs> shaft. And now, now I'm running 1410s. So I broke a, I killed my dra- front drive shaft the middle of the season last year, and I put in 1410 yokes. On the front, I already had 1410s in the back. I put a 1410 yoke on the front of the 205 to run 1410s in the front drive shaft. Uh, more angle, and they're huge. Yep. Uh, compared to a 1350. So uh, the strength in the, of everything of the 205, you can't run 1410s on a 300. No. I don't even think they make a flange that big. <laughs> so you know so I had I mean? a problem. I ordered drive shafts for my 205, or I ordered drive shafts for the doubler setup before I really knew what exactly I was doing. And I was like, uh, the yoke on it, at first glance, it looked like a 1310. It was not. It's a 1330. Same size cap, just a little wider, right? But first yeah, glance, I, I was like, oh, Yeah, I was just sort of naive about it. I, I got the... I just I basically reordered the same drive shafts I had, uh, which is a 1350 on the rear of the axle, or the rear axle, and 1310s everywhere else. And I should have just done 1350s all around because finding a 1310 yoke for a 205 is not it's impossible. Easy. It's not no, fucking yeah, easy. It's probably impossible. There's no like one, one little rinky-dink company that I found that will sell them to me. But if it blows up, I'm just going 1350 all around. So. Yeah, 1350s are a minimum, I, I believe, on draft shafts. And after doing the 1410s, I even got Mikey on the 1410 kick. So Mikey's doing 1410s on his. It's it's. I think it's just a, it's a better all around. You don't have to worry about it. And we're getting into harder stuff. Like, you know, our drive shafts, mine are all quarter wall. So my front drive shafts, two inch quarter wall and my back ones, two and a half quarter wall. Um, and I still, we're still bending them. Like my front is still a pretzel. So, (laughs) you know, we're, we're still bending the, yeah, it's, it doesn't, it's not fat piggies. Yes. And I have, I want to go to flanges because I keep wiping out the straps on the yoke. Mm. I wear my yokes down. Yep. From, from being in the rocks. So you end up having to replace those straps. And after about two sets of straps, you got to replace the yoke because you yep. wear the yoke down so much. So I want to get a flange to stop. Or that. you could just weld it. I mean, you could do that. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't recommend that. That's a, that's a dig at Luke. We fucked up with something. We fucked up something and we had to do a, we just tacked the you joint onto it to get it out the attack, door. Attack, attack is different than a welt. Oh no! Uh, it was like a yeah, dance. It was more. Than, it was a heavy tack. Call <laughs> that a stitch. Yeah, that is. A uh, baby, that is not a little baby weld. That's a lot. It, it, it's a stitch. It up to street driving, unfortunately. Oh yeah. No, I, <laughs> I I just yeah, that's a little aggressive. On yeah, the, uh, yeah. I would just yeah, I just not ideal. It, uh, uh, no, not, definitely not ideal. Yeah, definitely not ideal. Oh, uh, I gave I, him one though, so it's you know it's fine. It's I fine. I messed it up, but I gave him an Adams drive shaft to go and do something. Yeah, with. I'm not worried about. It. You uh, guys, the really, Adams, you guys really about those Adams shafts. I'm not a huge fan. I, I have a love hate relationship. I've, I really enjoy just having being able to get a shaft and throw it in, but it took him quite a few tries to get my last 
one correct and i don't know if it was my measurement that was wrong but no it wasn't because they just sent me like it just didn't even fit like it just wasn't wow. right like that. the money you guys spend on those mikey bought a rear shaft. i think it was 700 bucks for a rear shaft from well if it breaks i can just i can just be like what the fuck like this broke Let's yeah give me a new one yeah that's the nice if, that's if, it's like buying rcds breaks, but if mine breaks I, I have another stick i bought a full stick of it so i have 20 feet i cut it down so i have like 16 more feet then I'll just replace the piece I broke. Yeah. So you guys are nuts on these. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. I just have so many other things going on that I just yeah. You know, it's I can't always yeah. If I make yeah. a drive shaft, and I'm trying to make keep things streetable too, so it's just if you want it to ride. I'm sure. I mean, again, I, my my taco. We'll go back to the Tacoma. Uh, I had home built drive shafts front and rear that I made um, in that thing, and I made them on my bench. So I just put them on there and I spun them and I'm like, tack, spin, take them with a hammer, tack, spun it, made sure it was good. And that was it. And I yeah, ran I mean, that I guess thing. What do you run big tires? That's not yeah. really your, your biggest concern isn't drive shaft vibrations. <laughs> so I used to kill a drive shaft every run in that truck. Yeah. Uh, I had a carrier bearing in it and I'd kill it every run because it was stuck to call my drive shaft. Yeah. So I finally got pissed off and I was like, screw this. And I made my, made my own out of quarter wall. And then never broke into the drive shaft. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, well, why was I doing this? You know, I was like, why do I keep putting in stock style drive shafts? And you know, there's a, there's a truck park down the down the street from my house, uh, Fleet Pride, and we, the guy's called Tin Man. And Tin Man will make any drive shaft you want. He'll balance it. And, I got uh, a Fleet Pride guy too. Hell yeah. yeah. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> no, I'm just out of nowhere. I, oh, I was coughing a lot, so I didn't want to bother anybody. And you guys are talking. What am I supposed to do? Just interject and then cough a little bit, then interject some well, more? That's Fuck the whole that. point of the podcast is interject at crucial moments. Fuck, so. see, there I go again. Talk <laughs> once, I'm fucked. Uh, but yeah, I got a fleet drive, drive shaft guy, too. He's a little expensive. So Bill, if you, if you talk to them and tell them it's not for road use, he will actually balance or try to balance the quarter wall drive shaft. So when I had one built for one of my, I built one of my friends a drive shaft, and I uh, for a, I think it was for a Cherokee, and I made it for him, and I brought it down there, and he goes, I can't really guarantee I'm going to make this straight or blah 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 because you already welded it, and uh, I, I'll try to balance it for you, and he he did did a great job. He he actually balanced it. He stuck weights on it and all that stuff. Um, cool. Which what we do though, you rip them off. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, the weights Cody, don't last. Cody won't. Cody won't because he doesn't wheel, but. Wow. Everybody else, Fuck everybody you. else will definitely rip them off um, <laughs> with the wheeling. So I, I don't. And the unbalanced drive shaft. I mean, you're running 40, 40 well, if tires. You stitch, if you stitch those uh, those weights on, they might last a little longer. Oh, there you go. But then you're gonna take the weight <laughs> off. You're gonna have the weld, which is gonna be heavier on the. So side. you just underestimate the weight a little tiny bit, and then just run more weld sure. on the weight. Yeah, yeah it'll work. It'll balance out. Close enough. On a on a side note, I'm proud of you, Graham, for buying 40s. Um, I'm I'm glad that you finally stepped up. I actually got two new sets. I actually had I had to call four wheel parts and uh, figure out when they were going to be able to get me tires, and they were like, "Oh, it's going to be like three months." The sort of this not anything like that Atlas wait time, but yeah, yeah. they basically told me that the manufacturer wasn't going to be able to get them to them, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just go find them." I bought tires on eBay. Literally two hours ago, after I got my money back from four wheel parts Wait, for three hundred dollars. Tires? What? Did, what tires did you buy? Uh, the Maxxis Raiders. What did, what did this conversation? I've already happen? got a shipping label on them. They'll they'll. Oh no shit! Oh, good yeah. for you, man. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good all around tire too. You're gonna like that tire. Yeah, I've I've 
I really like the traps. If the traps and the ma uh, the razors have the anything, if the compound's even slightly similar, which I think it is, I think it's the it's, same, a, it's the same. It's the same. Then, so uh, I had my Tacoma had forty inch traps on it. I had trap yeah. radials on my Tacoma, and they they're great. They worked awesome. I had yeah. no complaints. Like your thirty sevens, they worked very well. Uh, no sidewall issues. No, they did wear extremely fast. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I didn't even get a full season out of them. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get a full season out of those things. They were pretty bald when yeah. I when I saw. I don't know. Tires. Like honestly, like I've driven. I mean, granted, I've run through quite a few of them. I I think I've gone through two full sets plus like the random ones I just sliced the sidewall first trip or something. Um, but I mean, they've gone on some pretty long long drives, and I mean. Yeah. On, the last quarter tread, they start sucking. They start, they don't uh, on the road. They start doing weird shit. Nothing I think, horrible. I almost, but... I almost go with half. Almost like when they when they hit half, they kind of get shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so all I the snipes are gone. Half, like the snipes don't yeah, even go. Half it's like aren't. yeah, they don't. You're right. They don't. Like, <laughs> a quarter of the way into the top. Once you hit halfway point, I think they kind of suck. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? These tires aren't the same. I have no lateral support. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? The razors, um, Matt, my buddy Matt, who has the TJ um, Votor, has a, a TJ with 37-inch razors on it, and he loves it. Um, yeah. he, he goes, I know Cody's all horned up about those stupid generals, but uh, he had <laughs> those on there before, 35s, and he set up the 37s. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, if General actually puts some time and effort into their fucking, like, I don't, I, I don't think you're... Your, your, your input is valid because you don't wheel. So, you don't have enough time. <laughs> say that they have to do good or do bad because I've never seen you do anything. Mm. Well, that's so, because you always fucking leave us. You never actually want to well, come and have fun with the little guys. So, it's not like we well, wheel together anyways. A, a Jeep. A Toyota <laughs> on yeah. 43s. He exactly. doesn't want to hang out with your 35 fucking... Exactly. Genius. Listen, Jeez. I have fun. I have. I did a Brook Ridge run and I, leaded, uh, I led the Green Coast. So you led the I green led, trails. I know you yeah. led the. Uh, so I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was asked to lead the the green trails, and I, I led, I led the green trails with my buddy. I let the wife drive the whole time. But um, yes. <laughs> I was just spotting people. Like, what do I do? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you do? just? Like, you just go. Like, yeah, you just just go. I'm not in four wheel drive. I'm like, you should be. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, why, why are we even? And then you, Cody doesn't even invite me to Ma Bell. Speaking of people that suck. I didn't get a, hey, you want to come to Marbell? We're going out there. Oh, okay. So first off, oh, you're lucky oh, you did oh. not go this last listen, run. This last run was fucking hell. Listen, I would have made fun of a lot of people, including oh. you. There were so many people fun. that just blew so many, like the, the yeah. gear sets. Well, I don't know what it was. It was like the day to blow gear sets. Okay, uh, we'll hook them all up the truck. We'll drag them out. Well, they had no problem getting out. It was just, you know, trying to change a 1310 with a carpenter's hammer just isn't really that fun. Gladly, I will. I forget that, like, we have cool friends outside of just our club. Like, that's our biggest thing. Yeah. It's just like we we get so stuck on that. Okay, so a lot of the times, whenever we try to branch out outside of our like local close group, like, not local, yeah. but you know what I mean, like our close yeah. group, Your it always goes, yeah. yeah, it always goes to hell. So that's why I forget half the time to even mention to anybody else because it's just like this is already going to be hell that I'm like I'm not even going to mention it. We're like shit. Well, I would we love should, for you to because come out. Half I just, the time the club doesn't even show up for I mean Correct. we don't have anything planned and I, I can't wheel until I have a control arm and a front gear set. So we're working yeah. on that. What do you what do you have for gears for yours? Five thirty eights. Do you need front gears? No, I've I've got a O five 
plus that I cut some brackets off of last this previous weekend. And I've got a gear set that I got from Luke. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of sketched out by that gear set now, Luke. You know the what was it? Look at his face. The, 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 summit, <laughs> the summit racing gear set did me dirty at Harlan. <laughs> so I I have a set of I have a set of Revolution 538s. If you need a set, okay. I'll buy them. Those off, are, yeah. I need I a set. I actually have I actually have a rear axle as well. I um I sold my front housing, but I have the 538s for the front um and a master install kit, and I have a ten and a half with 538s, which is a ten and a quarter if you want to get technical. Yeah, uh, I have that uh, as well. I want to trust and everything on it. I so hope he, I don't, don't think I need a rear gear set yet. It does have some <laughs> pitting. I ran it to North Carolina. I drove it to North Carolina with very little fluid. So oh, I it, it, yeah. it's fine. It's not bad. Like it's not like you, there's yeah. no heat marks on it, but there is like pitting where it's been transferring metal. So it's oh, not it's, ideal. It's sitting at the shop if you've been in the gym or whatever. It's sitting at the shop if you need either of them. Right. I'm not doing anything with them this year, so uh, yeah. it's just they're, they're going to sit around. I'm not, I don't have time to do it uh, or the money, so they're just going to sit around the shop. All right. So if you, if you do need either or gear set, they're, just sit, they're both Revolution uh, 538s. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll keep so, in mind. If, this, if the bargain brand Luke ones that we've had sitting around forever that I don't even... Do you know what they are, Luke? Are they motives? I've been trying to interject that. Those are spicers. <laughs> They're spice. Oh, okay, those, perfect. So, those we'll are good what spicer does. That's where I can set the gears up properly. Like, uh, I've said it... I think I've tried to defend myself on that gear set uh, that blew up at Harlan. Every podcast. Every podcast. Yourself. I gotta. <laughs> they really... It, it hurt my pride there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest uh, fear is I've done a ton of gear sets and I get so nervous with setting them up and them blowing up, uh, especially with one of my friends. The only gear um, sets I've blown up are mine. And I mean, uh, <laughs> I've, I've never had a set blow up. Uh, I just get so nervous that I'm going to fuck up my friend's gear set. I'm yep. never going to hear the end of it. Uh, I, just did, I, just did, I just did Mike Craig's gears uh, in Scarlet before he waffled it off. Um, so luckily, I don't have to deal with that situation. Oh, well, I mean, I will uh, because if you JP do. breaks them, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> who, who? Oh, didn't? Oh, didn't JV? JV won. I'm building JV. his axles right now for his Cherokee, and then so he won the buggy, and I was like, "So what's the plan with the Cherokee? Like, <laughs> am I still building yeah. these?" <laughs> that was literally yeah. the first when when I found out he won. Like, that was the first thing I was like, "What are you gonna do with your Jeep now?" He goes, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I might finish it, but like, I know this thing needs work," and I'm like. Well, so enjoy, it, buddy. <laughs> it needs it needs a lot of love. It's there. Um, the front drive shaft's fucking whooped. I told Mike. He goes, make me a list. I brought it to uh, Mikey's garage because he has heat, and uh, I put it in Mikey's garage. And I was like, man, I did the gear set for him. He wanted me to make a list and start plucking away at stuff. And I was like, I don't have time or crayons to explain <laughs> what this Jeep needs. So it just needs a lot of love, uh, like wiring. Like under the hood, relays are just kind of sitting. Uh, yeah. The Fox Resi uh, coilovers, they cut the windshield washer fluid bottle with it looked like a, a fucking utility knife. I don't even know what they did. And they <laughs> stuck the reservoir in the bottle. That's, That's amazing. Like, what the fuck this shit is this? It's a hidden, like, it's an hidden expensive coilover. <laughs> no, no, no. It's hide it in the resi. <laughs> yeah, it's a fuck resi shock just sitting in there. Not zip tied, just sitting in the <laughs> reservoir for the windshield washer yeah, fluid. Funny. And um, getting in that thing sucks. Yeah. I know JV 
JV? JV. JB. 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 Yeah. He's skinny. He's skinny, so he'll get oh, in there. Yeah. He's yeah. a little guy. Being a big guy, man. Oh, I did not like getting that. I don't know how Mike, because Mike's tall and dumb too. Yeah. I don't know how he got in that thing. And no, probably why he did it was second part. That's why Megan started drive was he hated getting in and out of the. No, seriously. Thing. So <laughs> it needs a, it, the first thing you should do is a quick connect steering wheel. Uh, honestly, just oh, get yeah. rid of that fucking steering yeah. wheel. He listens, the, so he'll hear this. Yeah, the seats are awesome. Uh, get a quick connect steering wheel, and uh, that should be the first thing you do. That that 04 steering, uh, 04 uh, Dana 60, actually turns insane. Yeah, so we were talking about that when he was at the shop. That. Yeah, it's nuts how much that turns. Um, I bled the air out of that thing like four fucking times. I don't know why it's cavitating, but if you look at the fluid in that thing, that fluid's brand new. So the well, fluid one of the lines is leaking, rubbish. right? He was yes, explaining this to me. It was like it comes I out of the hose. <laughs> yes. So the hose, that's what I'm saying. It needs, what you need to do is pretend it's not built and then just go through the whole fucking thing. See, yeah. And that's, that's the one amazing thing that I'm happy that like JB wanted through a waffle is that he didn't invest the $15,000 to get it to quote yeah. unquote where it is. So him yeah. spending another two, 3,000 bucks <laughs> on it really is not that bad. And honestly, it's just time. It doesn't yeah. need a lot of money. It's just time. It needs like hoses and, you probably need, you know, five hundred bucks, thousand bucks max. In, yeah. in Thank you for reminding me. I need to order those hoses. Yeah, probably, what, yeah, what are you ordering? Hoses for my uh, hydro. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, that, I, that has a radio dynamics pump in it too. He bought Eric's. Damn. Eric's got a badass. Got a badass pump in that thing too. So for how the hell is it cavitating? Those things are like. So, it's. I think it's the air, like you said, the leak on gotcha. the. Um, yeah, it's just sucking air in from the. Hose. On the cooler, so like I think that was the cooler. I, I don't remember what was on the front. Stuff was pouring in the front. I believe it was the cooler, and it was pouring uh, steering fluid. Uh, like I said, the, the drive shaft was whooped, and not long enough because they stretched the wheelbase a little bit um, to get to that whatever they were. Um, that winch is badass. The thing's fast. Cause yeah. That that talon on the front of it. That thing is fast, fast. Um, it's it's a decent Jeep. Like it's got a lot of good parts in it, and he'll be able to wheel a lot of good trails. I'm glad someone around here got it. Um, yeah, and, and and it's actually going to fix it. Like I, I'm glad that someone's going to put a little bit of love into it and, and make it oh. better. That's why I'm waiting for your waffle on your truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna like throw a couple bucks at that. Maybe <laughs> I'll get lucky. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I'm in. Yeah. That thing would be stupid around here. So my buggy, uh, I was when we were down at Harlan last time. I was with a whole bunch of guys, and they said like my buggy belongs down there. It like, does. That's that's where I'm. <laughs> and I was doing, and I was at Harlan. I was doing all the trails, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Everybody struggling. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Because I'm 180 inch wheelbase. I got a V8 with good power. I'm like, I'm fine. 43s. I'm like, what are you doing? What's taking you so long? You know, like it's. That down there is a different style of wheel, and, and yeah. my rig fits, fits right in. in that fucking thing? Yeah. yeah. It's a fucking shit. school bus. Dude, I didn't know it was that big. God damn. It's big. My taco was, my taco was 126. What's, uh, what's the four-door JK and LJ, or JL wheelbase? That's so the, the one JK, one, it's 110 or one, 111, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's somewhere there. Something stupid. Um... The, the four-door JK, I hate to say it, the four-door JK, I would drive a four-door JK on tons. Well, no, it wouldn't be a regular four-door JK. 
But I liked those things work very well. The wheelbase works well. The size of them works well. They they work pretty well for what they are. It's just the motors are useless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the. I was just curious about that because I'm sitting at 109.5. Yeah, it's a good wheelbase. It's a. 40s. Yeah. Uh, 110 and 40s is like perfect. My old buggy was 111. So I knew I liked it. I just hated something. That just. That was the ZJ buggy? Yeah. Yeah, the ZJ one. That had 37s on Those weren't 40s? 37s. Graham's 37s on it. Oh, the traps. Now I remember. My axles came out of that thing. So, like, my Jeep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot that was a 52. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, that, yeah, that cool. whole fucking Jeep lived on longer in Graham's possession than it did in mine. That's 50. I mean, Graham, Graham wheels decently hard for what it was. We wheeled at Badlands. Yeah. We afraid to get on it. That 50 did pretty good for... Yeah, I, I mean, you broke a stub or a hub. Yeah, I broke really a stub shaft on the first trail, but I... Yeah. That was... Uh, I mean, it's the end of the first trail. We made it through the blue. Uh, I don't know what bound up that caused that to break and then we smashed so we i, I don't know if you've we've probably talked about it on the podcast we figured out why my brakes just randomly uh oh you weren't there that was um uh keith was there uh for that whole deal so i ended up i like my brakes randomly went out for no reason and then came back yeah, yeah. which was sketchy i heard you guys talking about like the caliper you hit the caliper yeah I, I i must have smashed that caliper hard and then right before I, harlan i was driving it back from from beverly to salem uh or to marblehead uh and the the piston just seized up and i could i could hear the, the yeah, fluid break boiling. Walking. so, so yeah. it had it had must have broken the seal and it just had it was never breaking right like we drove it at roush uh it went to roush with that bad caliper and it would just it never felt right and everybody was like oh no that's normal like your brakes are supposed to be shitty i was like no they're not my brakes should be this is not what they're supposed to be and i lost brakes at one point last thing i want to do is just have that happen again in a shitty spot yeah, of course. so yeah, of course, yeah. uh is that and the the stub shaft and um yeah, I mean the stub shaft really was just what killed my day. I've learned when it, you do but... brakes when you do brakes on anything, my new my new theory is calipers, rotors, pads. Yep. If you're replacing pads, it's calipers, rotors, pads on everything. No I don't play around with trying to make the, yeah. the, the calipers, no matter what you do, one of those motherfuckers is gonna die. Yeah. And it, well, no matter what you the do, shit, like I feel like oh, every time we have a big trip, one of them one of them seizes up on me. Just out of nowhere. And I drive my shit. You could ever put on an XJ. Worst fucking calipers ever. Wow. I think that's a good way to say it. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, they're literally, uh, when I did my pull rig, uh, I didn't have to do the brakes. I, I bought the pull rig. I didn't even look at the brakes. I yep. bought it. I did calipers, rotors, pads, because I knew I was going to pull a lot with it. I did the, the Napper commercial grade pads that everyone talks about and rotors and blah 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 i did like 700 bucks yep it's just shut up and though. do it you just... it's the cheapest insurance you can have yeah pulling a gooseneck i'm like i'm not even playing the game um and i was talking to luke about that because we were talking about pull rigs i uh was looking at buying a newer truck um and then got scared because they're all seventy thousand yeah. dollars yeah uh wow. for a truck oh. with like a hundred thousand miles on it so yep. I just said, screw it, and I pulled the trigger, and I'm rebuilding my 7.3. Uh, 
Uh, not that it's fast by any means. Um, I did a KC Stage 1 Turbo, 180-30 injectors, adrenaline high-pressure oil pump, uh, and went through the whole trans. Uh, billet converter, billet flywheel, uh, valve body, clutches. Um, Are you still dropping it down a few inches? Uh, yep, it's going down. The, so the front has a leveling kit, a three-inch leveling kit, and I'm going to put gas springs in the front. I was talking to Capaldo about that. So it'll lower it about five inches in the front, and I'm hoping for around seven in the back. Fuck yeah. So it should, be a, it should be a five-seven drop. Whatever I have to do without C-notching the pack, yep. I'm going to go as low as I can, but still, ha- I have uh, old-school Timberins. You guys are probably not old enough to know what Timberins even are. Um, those are like those... Uh, what the fuck were they made out of? Um, yeah, like a polyurethane, yeah. fucky thing. Okay, you know, <laughs> a lot of yeah. people are like, what the fuck's a timber? Like, use airbags. I'm like, well, back in the day, they had timbers. Everything truck goes in, in, nothing comes out when it's vehicle <laughs> related. <laughs> no, so yeah, it, ha- it has timbers, and everyone laughs, but they fucking work. So uh-huh. I- I- I'm not touching them because they're in the back. Yep. So the timber actually goes off of the Super Duty block. So the Super Duty block halfway up has a shelf coming off the side. Yep. And the yep. Timberin's got a bracket off the frame that uses that shelf. By me eliminating that block, I'm actually just going to use the actual tube. So by lowering it in the back, I don't have to change anything. <laughs> so, so by pulling the block out. To go back real quick to your note on the brakes, you are not fucking wrong about that being the cheapest insurance you can have. Because coming is. out of Harlan, I lost my fucking trailer brakes on some yep. of those fucking hills and like i squeezed to feel what was going on and nothing happened yeah, and it's I'm a like, scary yeah it's a scary it's a scary feeling yep Especially i'm not even hills. a quarter of the way into this fucking hill just slapped the fucking um down two gears and rode the brakes down because there was yeah, nothing else smokes like your truck's brake. yeah it kills your truck brakes that grade going into harlan county what the hell? Yeah. That is a yeah. that is a nasty grade going into Harlan County. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. You gotta give Colin shit. I knew that you brought up Harlan reminded me. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I wanted to I'll talk to you about that more, but we'll yeah, cover we'll that. that. The fucking tires on the trailer, because you guys are retarded. <laughs> are you running E's or F's? I think they're E's. They were F's in the parking E's? lot. So you need to go to G's. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not yeah. even joking. Like he needs to just shut up. Is it his trailer? No, no, a, we, we a, borrowed it. JB's. So JB, that's what that's what we had it last time, right? When we were at Badlands. Yeah, JB it's Miguel's, but yeah, and it's Miguel's uh, Miguel, trailer. Miguel, it needs. Yeah. That's got six tires on it. It's a tri- It's a triple axle. No, it's got two. No, it's, it's two axle. Okay, so it's eight tires. It needs eight G's. Yeah. Don't even play like literally or four. I'm sorry, four and four. It doesn't have duels. It needs cheese, and don't even play the game. When Mikey, it, it does have trailer, duels, does it not? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, that's the big, it's that's the big trailer. Wheel. Sorry, yeah. So he needs to put G's on there. When we did Mikey's trailer, uh, his new PJ trailer, I had those. I had seventeen fives put on. When I spec'd it, I spec'd the trailer how I would build a trailer. Yep. So it has seventeen five trailer with G's on it, uh, and those things are rocks. Like you could, they don't die. Yep. Like you on a on a trailer, you're gonna you're gonna replace them because they drag cracked. That's what you're gonna replace them. You're gonna replace them in you know five years because they're literally drag. You're not so, gonna replace them from blowing them. Yeah. Stupid question, but what would you put on a seven K car hauler? 
So this is where we're going to get into. I don't care if you have a 5K car hauler. It gets load range E's or F's. If yep. you can get an F in your tire size, get, get an it. F in your tire size. You're an idiot. It's got D's. Yeah, but that's factory. So, I mean, yeah, blowing so my, tires is kind of it's it's part of the adventure, right? You just no, spend no, two hundred dollars no, a blowout. It's, yeah. No, it's not because what <laughs> happens is it doesn't matter. It's a you could do NASCAR pit changes of tires. I don't care about doing that. I can swap a tire on the side of the highway in a couple minutes. The problem is at two a.m. when you can't get a tire. Yeah. So after True. you go through your 14 spares that you guys went <laughs> We through, only had one. Yeah, we literally oh. would blow one and f have to find another one quickly before another oh, one blew. Yeah. <laughs> I bought I bought Overly's gooseneck. So last yeah. year Overly was selling a gooseneck. I bought that. Ben was Ben's got the same gooseneck uh like 10 years older than the one I bought and he has F's on his. So he got new tires and he had a whole bunch of half tread F's. I'm like, "Well, I want two or three for spares for mine." And mine has brand new E's on it. Brand spanking new E's. Before this season coming up, they're coming off and they get it's getting F's or G's. If I can get G's in that tire size, I'm going G's. Yeah. I'm not even going to – they're brand new E's. Like I'm literally going to take off brand new E's and I'll sell them. Like I do not want them on my trailer. Yeah. It's, there's no point in – and that's why my pickup truck is on 19.5s. So I took the big wheels off because they're too yeah. heavy. And 7.3 brakes are small. Because they're not 05 plus super duties. They're like a three quarters of an inch smaller in the front and an inch and a quarter in the back, which is pretty substantial for brakes. Yeah. So I shaved 65 pounds a piece by going to 19 fives. So that's, that's a lot good. of, yeah, it's a lot of rolling weight. So wow. I did that and I, and I have, again, I have F's, two F's, and four G's on the truck. They're mismatched when I bought the wheels. Um, so I'm going to go all new G's on that as well. Because I do not want to change tires. What was that? I'm mine, I use ease. Yeah, ease, ease, but that ease are most of the time on a pickup truck, whether 16, 17, 18, 20, you're going to run an E. Um, some tires, they make it an F, but it's not very common. With the 19.5s, I'm in the 550 category in medium-duty trucks. So they do have the Fs and Gs for the 19.5s. Yeah, they don't for what I'm doing. Uh, and, ease, and ease for you are fine. You're never going to have, you know, no. you won't have any problems with ease on your truck. Like, I'm debating eventually selling the trailer, but as you've heard from the other podcast, we're looking at buying a house in a couple months. I've yeah. got the Cummins project coming up. You know, I. Well, I'm not I wanted to do a fucking buggy this year, dude. Like, that was the goal, but. You don't even have a driveway. Yeah, you don't yeah I don't even have a fucking driveway. So. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot. You got to get a house first. And I got I get on a wheel and I always come back to this stupid hobby, I call it. I, I'm addicted to it. But I, I got on a wheel for a few years. Uh, I got into like snowmobiles and I had quads, all that crap. And I, when I bought my. What did you have for a sled? Uh, my last sled was a 153 Summit, uh, 800 Summit. Why? Why uh, do you need that big of a track? Did, what, what, you just tired of you how to bridge the braking bumps? I didn't I even three think I stayed out there in the fucking in the just, deep powder. We, all we did was deep powder. That's all we did was deep powder. 
Yeah, see, I, so, I had a... Uh, I had a three-inch paddle on it. It was badass. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, see, I always ran. I had a uh, an 08 Dragon 129. So, like, I'm I sorry. Was, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's good. Dude, I, I could follow you anywhere with that fucking <laughs> yeah, thing. I, I would love to see <laughs> I you. I could follow you anywhere. You can follow his buggy like, anywhere. Yeah, you can now wheel me. You can now wheel me. <laughs> Everything I don't know, you can I'm do pretty sensitive. I'm sorry, Cody. Sled, You're okay? the best. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where'd you guys You're go up to? Like, who's that? We did Jackman. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so we, we I'd go up there with the 129, and I'd go off trail with it. No problem at all. I would love to see you keep up with me off trail on a 129. <laughs> got you. I got you. Let's go. off-road snowmobiling podcast. Yeah, that's fine. So I bought my wife a 144 Summit with a two-inch track. And I used to ride that right. as a 600. And I rode that more than I rode mine because they overheat. It would be light as shit. And it's, I can could, I could see where that would be a little bit more fun. On just oh, it was that, that sled yeah. was a blast. That sled was a blaster right around. The 144, you could do all the regular trails. And yep. mine were the three-inch paddles. If there wasn't six, inches, six or seven inches of powder, I was overheating my track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, burn up, yeah you burn up the high facts. You yep. burn up the high facts. And, like, literally, if there was, like, a, a small road section you had to run down, I couldn't do it. Like I'd burn up, I'd burn up my track. So, uh, it's, yeah, Could you it's, it's a fun. Explain hobby. that for the retards in the room. So, do you want him to explain or me to explain? No, it? Cody's got it. No, Cody. Yeah, Cody no, okay. So, so the high facts are so that's on on a snowmobile that you know the track goes around in the back. So those yeah. are those are cooled because there's a metal tunnel that goes under where you sit in between the track, and that's where the coolant actually runs through. And under that track is called a skid. That's like so, like it, your suspension's under there. It's a kind of cool, like scissor style suspension. Actually, works pretty cool on sub sleds. I'm sure yours was uncoupled, being a mountain sled, uh, yeah. which means that it would actually do pretty sick wheelies. But there's these plastic polyurethane, I guess you'd call them sliders. Yeah. They're almost like Delrin loop, like that self lubricating yeah. plastic. They're like they're like the HMMMW, whatever the fuck you call that. Um, yeah, HMMV. Yeah, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, that oh. it's like that. So his um, on the mountain sleds, I believe they're like a low resistance style. They're a little bit different than your average like trail style sled, but they it, it allows the track to slide under the uh, the skid on on a snowmobile. Um, mm-hmm. And those fuckers are not cheap. I think they're I think they're like eighty bucks a pair or something like that. And they're yeah, a pain in the ass to change too. They're, they're not. Two, fun. They're two hundred dollars for the what the one fifty three, um, and they were. I burnt I burnt a set in 45 minutes at uh, Pitts- Pittsburgh two years ago because they didn't have enough snow and it'd be about 15 20 feet off the road with dirt yeah and I bur- and I yep. had scratchers on the track and I had scratchers on the skis mm. uh, and I still was overheating my track um, holy shit I, I ended up renting a snowmobile we pulled over uh, I said fuck it I got so mad I drove my truck in the trail and grabbed the fucking sled and I rented a I rented like a 600 or whatever they had uh, at the at the sports shop because I, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I already brought up my high facts and it was starting to wear my track. I'm like, I'm done. Fuck that. Like, no, Fuck I'm done. That. No, it, everything we do, you get into crazy, just like snowmobiles and wheeling. You get into, you jump into it full tilt. That's what we do when we get into stuff. And Luke's got We're his guns. Kind of yeah, when yes. he does, it's the same shit. You, when you hop into something, you're like, I'm going to buy this, you know, 136 track. Oh, it's huge. The next thing you know, you're going to uh, slide with three inch paddles. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what happens. It's just what happens. It's our, our mentality. We're dumb. We're just I very think, dumb. I do think the level of entry, though, for snowmobiling, like, to actually go and have fun is way more money than wheeling, though. No, like, it's a thousand dollar weekend. Easy. You go up north. It's Easy. That's, about, that's about to the fucking... 
the gas money is insane. You're spending it, especially like, okay, yeah, if you have an e-tech fucking ski do and you're spending $3 in oil and maybe 15 bucks in gas for the weekend, like, yeah, you're not, you're not spending that much. I run all Amsoil oil and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We used to run Dominator. That shit was awesome. Yeah, that's Um, what I mean. Scented. But it's it's the it's the yeah it, it really is though it has like a pretty nice scent to it. Funny enough, <laughs> yeah, they have, yeah, they scent them. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's crazy because yeah, you can get your local ditch banger four hundred dollars sled. You can get your oh, yeah, Cherokee, but it just it's insane because that four hundred dollars sled and you take that up to Jackman yeah. or you take that up to Moosehead, you're not gonna have a fun time because you're no. running eighty miles an hour on a highway sized trail. Like, and then if you break down. 28 oh, miles God. from anything, you're like, ah, oh, fuck me. And that's you know, like, start walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you can't. Like, you'll you can't. freeze. Yeah. You'll freeze. You can't yeah. walk. Like, you're like, help me. You're hopefully you're friends with you. You know what I mean? It, and you it's, can't. It's, it's yeah. horrible, too, because you Pitch literally have to spend then $1,000 on, like, your Klim fucking onesie just to yep. have a little bit of warmth. Because and not only know- that, you got you got to bring snowshoes because you can't walk in the snow. In yeah. the deep powder, you get lost. Your, your chest deep, your chest deep in snow. You can't walk. Yeah. And it's it's it is crazy though how or like even dirt biking like like that's why to me wheeling is like not that big of a deal because no. dirt biking. I went into it. I was buying a forty five or forty five hundred dollar um dirt bike at the age of like sixteen. To me, like yeah. buying the thousand dollar Jeep is like oh shit, that ain't bad. Yeah. Granted, yeah, I ain't got. I don't. I don't have yeah. the bills. Or I didn't have the bills then of what I do now. But still, it's, no, it's, it's just, why is all the fun sports are expensive? Why? Yeah, you, can, you can have a eight thousand dollar buggy and do reds. Like you can yeah. go buy a, you know, uh, like Mike Craig just bought that um, Dave Lane's buggy yep. for like what, fifteen grand or something like that. You, you couldn't build that thing for fifteen grand. No, no you, you know, it, it, you can't even touch that. It's a turboed four cylinder on built toy axles, eaves, seats. Can't touch that. Like fifteen grand, you could do like. You could go run humble pie with that. Like if you got invited, you could literally take that and do a competition and be fine. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, so and I don't know about Graham, but I quit counting when I hit 10 K in count. my Jeep. I don't want to count, <laughs> but yeah, the 10 K is it's, yeah. it's bad. No, but I, still, I, I'm, it's not no, about I the money. I am having, no, fun. I, 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 <laughs> no, but the point that I was trying to get to though, is that, for 10k, I feel like I have a very, very capable, streetable rig. It's yeah. having some minor issues, but fuck, dude. Like, I got lucky on my build because I know people, Graham, uh, Jeremy, you know, I'm sure Iashua yeah. somehow through the fact that he touches every part in this goddamn part of new england uh tyler herlock who we just had on the podcast yeah he's awesome you know, yeah yeah dude was just was like yeah i'll trade you a set of air or air shocks and an anti-rock for a set of tons yeah <laughs> like, you yeah. know shit like that just yeah no it's it's the community and 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 as you get into this community and the i think the more built of the rigs the better the people are, if that makes sense. So you're not going to have your kind of snobby people. I mean, there is. Uh, I'm not going to say that there. There is definitely a, a few, yep. but normally the the very very well built rig guys, you know, build them in their garage or something like that, or all your friends, your buddies do it. Or I love that 
style. Like, you know, me and Mikey are working on his two, three days a week in the garage. And it's just I, what we do, you know? Yep. I completely agree because there's a level, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's like this personality trait that you have to have to yeah, get into do. the sport to a certain extent. So you really do find like, I mean, when I met these guys, I did not expect that like they were going to turn into good friends. Like I gen- I mean, I still don't know Graham's fucking birthday that bitch ass hasn't shared with anybody, <laughs> but still like, like it's this level and we're not even at the uh, rockaholics level, but still there's a, like a personality trait that you need to have to even yeah. get into it. And I think it allows for you to become friends with anybody that you come and across. Because you have the same it, it is. It's your personality. And I like, I like learning or teaching people to learn about wheeling and stuff like i like going out with guys like you assholes i like going out with guys that aren't in full-blown buggies and like when you guys are just starting like um like kish's rig and like uh marvell's rig and i like going out with you guys and first off and cody's rig yep and showing you guys well cody's you know cody's is pretty built for like you know you see what i'm trying to say like yeah yeah, for a stock i like going out and show I like showing what you can do with a rig um, oh. and getting your eyes open and taking you for a ride. Cody was a bitch. Didn't go. Fuck you. I said I would go if you had an open seat and you had already offered it to, I think it was one of your buddies. But either no, way. It was Craven. Craven took it. Oh, fuck you. Fuck Craven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piece, of, piece of shit, Craven. Yeah, um, fuck that guy. Was he it. traveling the world now? Fucker. Yeah. Fucking gypsy. <laughs> He's a fucking gypsy. So, um,. Actually, he was at the shop last night. So we were at Mikey's house last night working on the YJ. Um, he's up here for two weeks, two or three weeks. Tell him uh, I said hi I will, and to yeah, come I'm visit gonna... me at Windrock. Yeah, he's, he's, so he's going to do Harlem with us. That's going to be his trip up. Fuck, dude. Uh, You're making it really hard to want to drive mm-hmm. 10 fucking hours to go wheel Roush. When you yeah, guys are going to be at Harlan. Yeah, we're going to be at Harlan. And then we'll be at Roush after, but it's the following weekend. Yeah. You know, it's one weekend off what you're going to do. Um, um, but, no, sorry. No, it's, it's this, this, this hobby, and this is why I keep coming back to the, it's like crack for us. Um, it's a great group of guys, and the Rockaholics is one of the best uh, group of guys that I've wheeled with. Uh, and when Craven invited me to go with you guys to Badlands, I was like, fuck those Cherokee guys. I'm like, they're probably all going to suck. And then you ended up being pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, it's actually not that bad. I was like, it's kind of cool to hang out with them. You know, like they bust balls. And I'm like, oh, I can actually fit in. You're like, I, I can do these guys. You know what I mean? But when you get to the, not to say all JK guys are snobby, but when you get to like the higher end JK builds on like 35s, 37s, I just don't have the patience, again, and crayons to wheel with them and explain things to them because they're not like us. They're not getting their hands dirty and they're not doing it themselves. And I like when someone's trying and, and they're, you know, they're using their talents to build their rig. And you know, you're like Graham did all does stuff for people. And you know, you see it where you're doing this yourself. Like, Oh, I put in my own long arm or I built my own suspension or set up my own gears or, Oh wow. The cage is ugly, but I built it myself. Like I'm trying, like, give me some criticism. What should I change? What should I do? What should, you know, I, I like seeing that and seeing people, um, grow in the sport, you know, and getting people to, to keep going and want to do more things and want to go wheel more. And, and the yeah. growth is addicting because it it's, yeah. it's, nope. like for me, I've always been like, I've always like building stuff. Uh, and it's just the, the deeper you dig, the, the, you know, the more there is to 
find out about all this stuff. It's pretty. It's it's a. It just continues. Yeah. Down as far as you want to go, and you can take any direction you want. Like you could go all into cages. You can go all into gearing. There's like so many different areas you could. And, just and you totally don't. Go and crazy you don't need on. to have. Uh, you know, I don't have lots of money. You know, you, you don't need to have a billion dollars to do the sport. No. You could have a five hundred dollar Cherokee and have just as much fun as the guy with the hundred thousand dollar buggy because you're yeah. laughing your ass off with your friends and you're beating the shit out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a throwaway rig. You know. <laughs> One of the guys that I shoot with said this, and I really, really fucking liked it. The further you go, the less you know. The further you go, the less you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, see that. That's true. I don't get it. <laughs> so you, you, when you start out, you, you have this preconceived idea on, on what something is, and then when you actually know it, you realize how little you actually know. Because you actually understand the topic at that point. Okay, I can get behind that. That that makes sense now. I dig that. Like, I know a little bit about building a four-link, but I only know what I know about building a four-link because Timmy was willing to sit there and go through probably 50 pages of Facebook Messenger. Of- a lot of crayons. A lot of crayons. Yeah, a lot um, of crayons. <laughs> Crayo- Crayola.com. <laughs> like the big box? All, the all gone. The big fucking huge box. Gone. Like even the colors you don't like. like the white one? You gotta get the black the paper out? The white one? You know, like the black, the black crayon. That's one. All like, I, I know is dumb. that my favorite flavor is the alpine green. Ah, yeah, 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 you would know a favorite flavor of crayon. So yeah, there's that. And the paint and all that stuff no but that's the thing is like guys you meet guys like you guys the guys you meet in the in the off-road community uh for the most part you know, i'm gonna go with 90 percent or 95 percent are guys like us that are just normal See, normal guys you know you guys have it easy though because you get like the reason that we even know you guys is because we have friends or i have friends now that have taken the paces to get their vehicles to that point to be where you guys even consider them a off-roader if you will where when we try to expand our club we get into these shitty situations of we don't know if this kid with an extra and 35s is gonna be like richie marvell well, me, no, that's JB, half the fun. or you gotta no, see who who grows and who doesn't right and, and that's exactly what one too prospect runs that's why yeah. you see guys are gonna fit you know what mm-hmm. i mean and and that's why you have the crew of friends that you wheel with that's not in your club um mm-hmm. that you go out with because i have guys i wheel with i'm not gonna take them on a rockaholics run you know like, i'm not gonna take them with a bunch of buggies like you know what i mean i'm the, i'm one of the least built guys in the club yeah so, like, you know I'm not sometimes it's also just fun to go to like ma bell because look at where we picked you up cody yeah well and then we picked up Mark at the exact same yep. spot because it was a small group of us that went. I think it was what? Graham, myself, you, Richie. I forget who else was on that it's, run. It was, it was a decent a couple sized of run us. because it was right after. Uh, no, uh, a decent sized run for us is still only like five rigs. Five or six, yeah. Yeah, six. I think Colin was there too. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. yeah and- I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. No, I don't know if he was. So I wouldn't know that he goes on these cool runs and meet people because Cody doesn't invite me on these runs. <laughs> First off, this was he's talking about when I even met them. Like yeah, we were like before. 
we oh, weren't even really part. invited. We just kind of oh, knew that. Uh, it was like four years. Colin ago. Bates. We were fucking like jerking off the idea of Colin Bates. We're like, oh my god, he's going to Montbell. We gotta go, dude. <laughs> I was on thirty ones, open, open. Like I'm talking bald ass, janky ass thirty ones. Didn't want to spend any money on my Jeep, and they just happened to be there, or the like. The club happened to be there the day after. We were just gonna go and wheel with uh. Like there was three people that like we were like we were trying to expand our uh roster, if you will, of who we could go and wheel with. And we ended up like three of the people ended up dropping out. There was this girl who's really fucking annoying who ended up coming, but she was there and like we just started talking with them. But like you don't find the drive that I have. You don't find the drive that Mark has just randomly. Like that I mean, not randomly, but like that's not often. That's not an often thing of where... Well, it's like, a built let's... thing. Like, honestly, when I first got into building it, building stuff, like, I, I liked Jeeps. I, I grew up on the North Shore. Jeeps aren't really a thing. We don't have any space to do anything. I went to school in Maine. I had a buddy who was super into it, and I was like, whoa, like, those things are kind of cool. Like a TJ on 35. So, like, I thought it was, like, the shit. It was super cool. It was a total rot box. Like, it just totally changed my idea of, like what a fun car could be and that's sort of what i wanted to do and i saw cherokees I was like i'm gonna get a cherokee i'm gonna do that and then you know i sort of just you know 33s random shit and then i w somehow we met sean through it was me and jacob we went and bought tires and like lift parts for jacob's cherokee at the time and uh that's a two-door that my buddy almost bought yeah the 18 oh my god that, uh, <laughs> It didn't have the A-team stripe at that point. That thing was a riot. Um, so we met John, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to start a club if you guys want to come. And we were like, well, sure. Uh, so we ended up showing up, and then I see Colin roll in and with his Jeep exa almost exactly as it is now still. like, And he just, just like crawls over Boulder. I was like, what? Like, it, that's, it, it, it's just some people, I mean, even me, Like, I did. I just didn't think that was something that it was attainable, right? And then you see one in front of you, and like, and you talk to the guy, and then it's like, oh, that's really, I could do that. Like, that's something I could do in a cup. I could work towards that in a few years and have something really fun. And, I mean, everybody I'd met so f at that point in time was super cool. I'd had a ton of fun for the couple of years, even before I, like, really got into the hobby. Like, if you want yeah. it, you'll get it. And you can always tell when someone actively wants to get further in by the questions they ask. Like, um, I don't know if you remember, but you were talking with me about what you have to do to make a Cherokee live at Ma Bell mm -hmm. while I was blasting around on 35s with uh, lockers and a three-link one-shotting everything. Like, so I remember that because, oh, excuse me, sorry about that. It was you and Marvell that were really talking to us about, like, what we were about how we did what we were doing and then that day that we rolled in with mark you know it was a small group again and we just like hot through the middle of that group that was there and we just hit the whole trail and mark started like hey can i take a look at your cage i want to see this all right so why did you do this on your axles this way what's you yeah, know. you the wheels were turning. Like he he saw yeah. that, and he had the same moment that I just described. It's like you once you see one, and you can talk to the person, and they're down to earth about it, and you go through the thing even for like a minute. Like it's enough to. I mean, 
Mark built a rig that's what he's on O five pluses, forties. He like it's it it blows all of our rigs away in a lot of ways. <laughs> like the thing's awesome. And a lot of the stuff too is junkyard stuff. Like you can build you can build a Cherokee on forties and tons or whatever you're gonna do, an S ten or whatever you you wanna build a Toyota. You can get junkyard parts and make it work. You can do yep. just leaf springs. You don't have to go, you know, remote reservoir three O coilovers and air yeah, bombs and blah blah blah. I'm changing my front coils out, but they haven't done me wrong. Like I just no, that's what I mean. If you run coils, coils you take, and... yeah, you could take coils from a JK and put them in a Toyota or an S10 or whatever you're gonna build or yeah. a Ranger, and you can make stuff work. And that's what I always liked was the Lego aspect of you building a you know, Legos. You yeah, just what do building you have? Stuff and... What's gonna make it? What are you gonna? Yeah. Yeah, what, can, what can I do? Yeah, and you don't want to be a retard to ask people like, "Is this a good idea?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than just doing it, or you're on old school, you're on pirate, and you're going back and forth on five thousand <laughs> forms. You know, everyone, Fred, your your finger hurts from scrolling with the mouse. <laughs> you yeah. scrolling, you know what I mean? Your ass is falling asleep. You've been sitting in the chair for four and a half hours trying to read about this guy's build when they did like the back the builds back in the day. And as soon as you put something up, they flame the shit out of you. <laughs> Yeah, they're playing the shit out of you when you put yeah. something up there. Um, no, but like, in all seriousness, I really miss that because that is a repository of information that is slowly going to fade with time. That yeah, is pirate, hey, pirate's that gone. Are gone. Like, we were yeah. super fucking lucky, or at least I was super fucking lucky because when I started to get into this, Pirate was there. Sure, it was old, and sure, some of the stuff was going... But I've been meaning yeah. to get back on there and create a thread on irate 4x4 just I've to kind of, like, keep some of that shit going because of I, I, I haven't done the irate 4x4 yet. I have to try that one up. I haven't it's, done that one yet. It's the old pirate with the old rules. So, like, it feels like, you know, you're getting back in the driver's seat on your favorite rig. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... I used to love, I was, I'm a little older than you, but I remember the pirate going, going home from school and logging on your computer and, and going on the pirate <laughs> to check people's builds. Like it, I had no idea I was ever going to have a rig on stickies. You know, like I, that wasn't a thing for me. Yeah, you know, these guys didn't in, even, it's not in the, in the, oh, I'm never going to have something cool like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I'm never going to, the first time I went to field and forest, it was Gretchen's property. You know, I went there and you went and met Gretchen and all that stuff. And we went in there and I'm watching like Frosty and all these old school guys <laughs> that are still around now and they're wheeling and some of them still the same fucking rigs. Um, you know, and, and Mike has Frosty's old, that, that old FJ, um, FJ buggy there. I think it was Frosty's. Uh, it's got the H2s on it with the weld-ons. And like, that's cool stuff. You you know, back then that H2s was hard. H2s with the weld-on? Yeah. Like rock ring? Mike, it's Mike Demir, isn't it? The- Alright, so back in the day, Graham, to get those beadlocks, you used to have to cut the center out of H2s and weld a new ring in. So you were welding the actual wheel center into the H2s. <laughs> yeah, they did some cool stuff back then. Like, that's awesome. So that's like scenes. And he, Mike's, uh, Mike Demiris still has that rig. Uh, that rig was built in the uh, 90s. Um, yeah. like that rig, it's still running around with a 5.0 Mustang motor in it. I think it's got a C4. <laughs> And it's got an atlas. Like back then, like I didn't know what an atlas was. I'm like, look at this fucking aluminum chunk. You know, it's two thousand dollars. I'm like, wow, I could never afford that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know two thousand dollars into my Jeep. You know, they're <laughs> over here. Like you know, like, you could probably afford one now. Afford. You just can't get one as much. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, no, sorry. No, it's just I love the atlases. They're great, and yeah. um, I've never, I've never. Uh, Levis is Rob is the only one I've seen blow one up. Um, he just blew up that five to one atlas, and now they're he's saying they aggressive. don't recommend. Yeah, he they don't recommend. Feels- I guess. No, he's hard. He reels hard. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't recommend anything over a four point three with an LS. So the five to one with is they're not recommending behind the LSs. So they're saying three point eight or four point three um, for keeping them together. I want to go LS eventually, but it's just not in the fucking cards. I'm no, gonna be yeah, doing a a Yeah, well, two grand. You ain't kidding. It's a fucking lot of money. That's a set of tires. Um, you know, I, know, I, saved, I saved. I saved for months to buy my stickies. You know, I was saving and saving, and my wife was giving me shit like, "You're gonna buy those things?" And I'm like, "They're expensive." Yeah. You know, no, I just kept saving and saving, and then finally, I saved up enough money to buy them. She's like, "Are you gonna buy those things?" And I'm like, "I'm like two hundred dollars short." And my my side money is different than my check money. So my side money, I put it in the account. I had you know like. $4,800. It was like 5000 So I literally, I bought yeah. him and she goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, like that's how much they cost. Yeah. Like that's why I've been saving forever. Like, you know, yeah. you know well, try to like, you know, get these stupid tires, you yeah. know, like that's, you know, it's $5,000. You blink an eyelash and, and they're gone. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it, it's just uh, whatever. I finally bit the bullet and did it, but that was a big step. I, I've never taken, I've never spent that much on a rig. No matter a set of tires and wheels, yeah. you know that's a it's a lot of money to spend on stuff. And now it's outrageous. You, Luke knows because the steel prices and Graham as well. Um, the steel prices are outrageous. When I talked to GoForth about getting a set of race lines, they were one hundred and fifty dollars more a piece than mine. Yeah, than the ones that I paid for mine. Dude, it's insane. I wanted right to. Now. Yeah, so. I bought my last winner. I last really, December. really want to try a set of the Mickey Thompson Baja. Um, the Baja bosses, yeah. yeah. So Ben just bought a set for the MJ. So Ben's gonna have a set of 40s running around this year. I can't wait to see him. Stickies? I think. Uh, no, no, non stickies. He got the non sticky ones. I want to try the stickies, but they went from five and like on sale 450 for a sticky 40 to 650. So Timmy, I remember Timmy had that problem. Timmy like bought his Pro X's. For like yeah, four hundred a tire, and now they're like nine hundred a tire. Yeah, for those pro X's, yeah. they're nuts. The forty threes, they're nuts. Yeah. I um, want to try them because it's like someone made a Goodyear uh, rate or what the fuck MTR, but in a sticky that was almost affordable compared to the MTR. But no. now the fucking MTR stickies are in a similar fucking price point. It's like. The NTR stickies, they do work well. Dave Nichols has them on his. He's got 42s on that on that MJ. They work well. I would love to get Nichols on here to talk with him about all the cool shit he's done because he's yeah. got a small shop, but that dude yeah. churns out amazing work. Yeah, he does. He's doing Mike Craig's uh, shipbox CJ right now. <laughs> he's doing the cage, and I think he did a long arm, uh, front and rear long arm in that TJ. Yeah, the, the um, or whatever it is. I give Mike credit because he does some cool shit, but that boy also eats crayons, and he's yeah. impossible to get a hold of. Mike is, Mike is retarded. Oh, not get that fact. He's definitely retarded. <laughs> so, Mike also the hard part for Mike is he doesn't turn wrenches. So yeah, Mike Mike doesn't. So doing what we do, 
if you don't turn wrenches, you're in you're in the wrong sport. Yeah, um, no, you, you, yeah, you, you have to have deep pockets. Yeah, you got to be really dumb. Wrench. You can't. You can't. This this I could not think about this hobby if I couldn't if I couldn't turn my own wrenches or I didn't have a welder or a plasma or, or anything like you, you, I have a small garage. Mine's only twenty four by twenty four. It's not huge. Um, but my buggy fits in it. to have that much space right now. Uh, you can literally yeah. see there's a welder and airline <laughs> right behind me because it crammed <laughs> into my trailer. Yeah, no. so, um, like, it's to see some of these guys, Mikey shops, 40 by 60, you know, Mikey shop is badass. Like when I have my stuff, my welder and everything's over there right now. So like, it, it's, it's nice to have the space and, you know, the ability and just a friend to push you. That's all you need is when we go during the week, we got to work for five, six o'clock and go over there for two, three hours after work. It's pretty much to heckle each other. And then, you know, you know, bust your, it push, push the person to do something. Yep. You know, what do you think about this tube? Or what do you think about that? I'm like, just fucking do it. And shut up. You know, and like, and yeah. you know, you need someone well, to push you. To yeah, overcome that's... the small roadblocks that you get yourself into because it's that's... very easy with this where there is no master plan to follow you can do whatever you want and you can get in your head really quick yeah like you can and then you get yourself all wrapped up and my big thing is when i did my buggy if something frustrates you or something stumps you stop do something else and come back to it yep you know don't don't get yourself all wrapped up tell everybody don't get yourself wrapped up don't get worked up don't turn into vagina just like move on to something else do that and then come over and uh and go back to that, and you'll you all of a sudden it'll flick. You'll hit a light switch. You oh, I need to do this, sir. You know, don't don't stump yourself and get pissed off, and you know what I mean about stuff. And you need a friend to push you all the time. Yep. You need one of your asshole friends to give you an honest opinion. Like, are you fucking retarded? Like that doesn't work. <laughs> you need someone to tell you that. So close to taking the hatch off of my rig and bending up a tube to go across the back section and. I forget what it was, but something or someone in this group ended up pushing me to just throw the hatch back on and fix the spot where the bolts ripped through my roof. Yeah. And for driving it on the road, it's fucking nice because you don't get that back blast. You don't get asphyxiated by yeah. exhaust fumes. Yeah. It's not a problem at Harlan. Dude, yeah, it's driving on the road with a back hatch would be a little, little suspect. Yeah. So. My my dad's got a big commercial property in, in the city down Fitchburg down there, down there where we are. And uh, I was doing a clean out in one of the tenants thing that helped my dad out. And I saw a Cherokee go by, no doors, boat sided, no back hatch. Yeah, and I'm like, look at this motherfucker on, like, <laughs> on the 40s. I'm like, that's badass. Like I, like, I gave him like a thumbs up. He probably no clue like that. I'm in the rigs yep. or anything like that. I gave him a thumbs up. And as I thumbs up him, he must have like swerved or something and he got pulled over. Uh-huh. So I was laughing so fucking hard. I'm like, dude, that guy's going to get fucked. Like he's got no doors. It's both sided. I don't think it had headlights. Like, I didn't oh, see any jailers in the Cherokee. So I didn't see any taillights on the back because the hatch was gone. And I think it was, he had like, kind of core armor-ish on the back. I'm like, I don't, I didn't see a plate. I'm like, oh, man, this poor guy. And it was on, like, 40s or 42s running down a, like a city, not, like, in the country or anything like that. I was laughing. I'm like, this guy, that, that's my man. Honest, though, down here, you see people driving legit, like, sand rails and buggies on the road yeah, all the time. Down, the, down the south is like that, yeah. Florida and shit is stupid. Trucks with, like, 40 inches of lift. You're, like, yeah. you're at a stoplight. You can see, like, 
you're like level with the diffs. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, well, it doesn't even make sense. You know, like it's it's, it's all the big hillbillies down there with like blocks and it. Oh my god, it's so gross. So speaking of the opposite of that, you had a fun time at the jungle and it snowed, and we didn't get to talk about the interesting part at the end of the day. Do you want to give us a little bit of? Because we're rolling uh, on what two and a half hours right now. Nah, right? not even. We're what? at. Two and a We're half. We're at 147. Did we start at 630? Oh, never mind. Maybe I'm on drugs. But either You're way. On drugs. Before we get too crazy into it, I want to uh, hear about that. We want to talk about the, the crashing of the vehicles that we're talking about? Or Everything. Give us, give us a little bit about it because I don't think you touched on it on the podcast so at all. We, yeah, so we left. We left after we, uh, we, we dragged that Ned's truck out because the oil pan and the trans pan had a hole in it. So we drug that thing out, went on the trailer, and then we ended up heading out of there. Um, we left. I left. Like I said, I think I talked about that. The trailer, uh, both buggies were off. They drove them down the road. We drove like 30 yeah, minutes down the road. I guess, yeah, just saying. This is oh, all I, did, I didn't talk about it. No. Okay. Nope. So we, we got to the uh, loading area where we had the truck situated. I couldn't even get the buggy on the trailer without pushing the trailer. So I'm like, well, this isn't this isn't gonna work. So my friend Mikey had one of his buddies that he had from high school, like a, a high school friend, does a wheel, and he brought up like a Ford Fusion or some little Ford car, Focus Fusion. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, take the Fusion, drive behind us. I'll have Mikey's buggy drive my buggy. Mikey will drive his buggy, and we drove them pretty much to 89. So we drove down the main road. I took the truck and trailer with no because it's a it's a crazy hill. Um, yep. coming out of the jungle. Um, it's a long dirt road. Um, so we made it out uh, unscathed and then loaded by the highway. Uh, we loaded them up. We, they literally drove for probably 25, 30 minutes uh, in two-wheel drive um, down the roads. They were bombing down, and they were all frozen solid. I would have had my wife drive it because she's good at driving the buggy, but there's no windshield. No windshield, no doors, no heat. Yeah. Uh, and it was like 26 degrees, 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make him drive it because it's a guy. Yeah. She can sit in the nice warm car with heated seats. <laughs> so we left and uh, 89 was shut down. Um, so they don't plow it. Uh, so it was probably four inches of snow on the highway. We saw four or five rollovers um, from there to King. Rollovers. Uh, like full roll, like the cars are upside down in the middle. So we wow. stopped to make sure that they were still okay, blah, blah, blah. Make sure people are, saw a plow guy, talked to him, and uh, he wasn't plowing. He was just sitting on the side of the highway because they were shut down. And he then. Hey, dude, to sit there doing nothing. Oh, he was, yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I plowed for the state 12 years. I plowed, <laughs> I plowed highways with double wing plow. Um, <laughs> so we got back, didn't know anything about it. Uh, I texted Devin. I said, hey, you know, we finally made it home. It was nine o'clock. A lot of people stayed. At Devin's house, because uh, the road was so bad, yeah. they wheeled till like seven or eight o'clock. Um, we were out at like two thirty. Wow. Uh, so then Max left. He's got an international. I think it's a forty-seven hundred, probably like two thousand international, with his Cherokee on the back. He went down the big hill, and supposedly someone was coming up the hill in a crew or something like that happened. He and jackknifed, and it pushed his truck field um so that was the one truck that i saw pictures of on facebook and then that one then there was that crew cab long dead f350 it was a new truck it was a t i've never met this guy before it was a tj 
on 40-inch stickies, coilovers. Uh, and he ended up jackknifing his truck and shoving the trailer into it. And I guess one other guy slid off the road into the ditch. Um, the road was, it was gnarly. And we left again at, at 2, 2 or 2.30. These guys were leaving at like 7, 8 o'clock. So they were getting about two inches an hour. So by the time they left, I bet you there was eight inches of snow. Yeah. Uh, all eight inches of snow on a frozen road. Yeah, you're dragging the trailer axles just going anywhere. Yeah. I, I literally, like, I went to put my buggy on the trailer, and I pushed the truck and trailer. You know, the truck was in four low off in in, in first gear, in four low with the e-brake on and everything. And it literally pushed the truck and trailer. I couldn't even get the buggy on the back. Ice with, and he's got Jesus. ramps. And I'm like, dude, this is, I said, we can't drive. I can't put, the the two rigs on that trailer is, it's 16.6. That trailer is pretty heavy. Yeah. So it's, it's almost 17,000 pounds. I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm going down a mountain with a second gen Dodge. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to end up wrapping up your trailer and your, um, and your truck. Yeah. So we got to the big, big hill and they were behind us in the buggies and my wife was behind me in the confusion. Uh, and I, I, the trailer decided it wanted to pass me. So it pushed me, started to jackknife me. So I dropped four. I was in low range. I put it in fours and dumped and locked the trail brake. So I got the yep. truck to straighten up. There was the guy at the bottom clapping, like doing a round clap because I didn't crash into him. Uh, and I thought I was going to wreck Mikey's truck and trailer. I'm like, oh, please don't wreck Mikey. He's going to watch you wreck his truck and trailer. Yeah. I say, oh, no. And then I looked in my mirror as I got the straighten out, and my wife almost hit the trailer with the fusion because <laughs> it was glaring. Dirt roads. They don't, they don't like maintain them like they're plowed eventually but they don't believe uh up there uh for months of little different because they're all hippies and hamsters yeah. <laughs> so they don't believe in the whole situation so we got out yeah so there was three good wrecks uh we luckily didn't wreck but three of the guys that left did wreck their trucks which sucks um i told mikey if it gets real bad we can't do it i'm just dropping the trailer with the buggies on it at devon's house We'll go yep. crash at a hotel or something like that, and then just the truck, you know what I mean? And, and then we'll go home in the morning. You know, I'm not going to play the game of trying to do it. We I, I we made it home. It just took us five yeah. and a half hours. I forget what run it was on, but I was coming back from one of the runs in the Chevy 1500 with my Jeep behind it. And when it starts snowing and you're fucking towing, that shit gets so yeah. fucking sketchy because... I yeah, it does. I drive tractor trailer, so I drive in the snow. I drive tanker, um, so I deal with the snow going into Boston. And it, it most of the time, I'll just I won't go until late, or I'll do a load later on in the day, or just I don't even bother driving it. Like it's not it's not worth. I'm worried about everybody else. I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about every other retard crashing into me. Yeah, we're Especially coming the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were coming back. I forget who was with me because it was a while ago. But um, we didn't have snow in Massachusetts. We hit the Connecticut state line, and it was just, like, white out. Yeah, and it's like, what do you do? Do you just stop and hope that it yeah. ends? Do that's you the worst thing going? you can do. Yeah, so that's the worst thing you can do is stop. Um, that, that's your pileup, you know? Yeah, well, I didn't mean, like, stop on the highway. I meant, like, go oh. and park in a gas station. But it's like, do you keep going? Because you know that you're driving into it getting worse. Yeah. But do you turn around and go back to Massachusetts and find a place to crash? Like, what nah, the fuck? You, 
supposed to do? It's eight o'clock. I mean, on if a you're Sunday already at that night. point, you have to like just yeah, you commit, ride it out commit. unless yeah, it gets commit. really bad. <clears throat> every year we go to Roush. I don't know what it is on on the first trip of the year we go to Roush every every Memorial Day weekend ish. And every time I go, I swear we get stuck in a fog storm. So like every yeah. time you can't see anything. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. when we go to Roush, but every time. I was behind a tractor trailer going about 75, 80 mile an hour, like two, three in the morning. Cause we normally get there for six um, or five 30. And I'm literally falling and I'm laughing. My, my wife's in the passenger seat. I'm like, if he drives, I'm, I'm following the three lights on the top of the tractor yep. trailer. I was like, if he drives off a bridge, cause we're still going 70 mile an hour. And I'm like, I'm just keeping up with him. So if he slows, I'm like, he apparently can see something. Yeah. So I don't know what it is that he sees, but I'm just following him. And uh, every time I get stuck in these fog banks, when you go yeah. down there, I, I don't know what it is about Roush, but it always gets me uh, early in the morning down there. Mm-hmm. On uh, on our Saturday last year, it was fucking foggy. Like you oh, could it's barely gnarly. see it's like gnarly. five feet in front of you. It was pretty bad. I could barely see the end of my hood. I only saw the three lights dimly in the, and I was just following that. I'm like, I hope it's a tractor trailer. And I'll like a UFO with some shit. I'm just, <laughs> we're just going for it. Like I'm just, the lights are going the same speed I am. I'm not gonna hit my brakes, so I'm just gonna. I couldn't see my trailer. I'm like, I think it's still back there. Yeah. I don't even know. It feels like it's there. I'm just feeling <laughs> keep going at his speed, and because stopping in the highway is the worst thing you. Can, you know, that's when you'll have a YouTube crash uh, of 96 cars piled up on you know 81 or something like that. Yeah. So, like, on my way back from getting the Jeep from Graham's, in between Knoxville and Chattanooga, which is, like, the way that I have to go to get home, there's this one plant that does, like, paper processing, and for some reason, around that plant, there's always a fog bank. So, it's, like, you can kind of see the lines on the road, and you can see the tractor trailer in front of you, and you just kind of yeah. got to keep going. Yeah, follow is all you can do. Yeah, you just, all you can do is just kind of commit. Snow's the same way when you get in those bad, you know, whiteouts yep. in the snow. It's the same shit. We used to plow. I plowed Route 2. Uh, I did the main line on Route 2 with, a, like I said, a double wing, and I had a calcium tank on the back and a sander and a big uh, Oshkosh. And I, you literally, you can't see. Like, I'm just using the guardrail keep rubbing my plow against the guardrail because I did the, I was the first one in line. I'm like, I know I'm there. So, you know, it is what it is. But like, if someone stopped on the highway, I'm hitting them, but you know, 20 mile an hour, like, oops, mm-hmm. I'm just going to push them. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we are kind of coming up on our time limit, but I got a couple questions for you about Harlan. What trails my, do you like there? Like, my uh, favorite trail would be Mason jar. So I, I really liked Mason jar. Um, Mason Jar is a cool you, one. Yeah, Mason Jar was a cool one. Um, there's another one we did. It was by the, they call it like a rock crawl. It was like this long, on the side of it was like a class six road, and it was like a rock garden. Oh, um, uh, middle rock garden? That one. So Yeah, we, we were we up there. A, that was a blast. We did a like a water trail and a river over the area. You you drove and we got this huge. I call it a of water. It rained like I've never seen it rain before. It rained so hard on us, and it, you were literally driving in six inches of running water on <laughs> yeah. this. I don't. And the trail didn't have any water on it before it started raining. Like it was wet, but once it started raining, it was like a river. With uh, more water, more rain than like the Badlands rain that we got. 
No, it was like that. It was like oh, that. So that shit it was, was crazy. Cold. It came out of no, it was, nowhere. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Like the skies weren't too bad, and all of a sudden it was like it opened up, and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and we had our lights on. It was dark. You couldn't see, and I was getting stoked from every direction. And I'm like, you know what? I hate the rain. I'm like a fucking cat. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. Like I was, it was warm. I'm like, this is actually cool. Like I actually enjoyed going up that. But my favorite trail would probably be Mason Jar. Okay. Um, uh, there was a couple good ones, but that would be one of my Lions Den was. Uh, did you guys do Lions Den? I. Wish I could have done it, but I watched um, Jason Ramsey and uh, Curtis go through there. She being a bitch. I my no. Jeep was blown up. I had two wheel drive. What am I gonna oh, do? The lions yeah, two wheel drive. It's <laughs> like the three teeth left on my ring gear. <laughs> I take it back. I forgot. I forgot you blew up before that. I forgot. I'm sorry. It would have been bad. Yeah, it would have been my tail. No, no. It, I think so. The 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 initial drop in. Kind of sucks. No, my um, I, fitting my Jeep in the in between that tree and the rock, the to do what Jason and Curtis did would have been uh, my hatch would have been gone. I mean, Curtis's so I, he, to get I through, Curtis some, literally flattened like, the back of his Jeep. So I got some gouges on the top of my tube on the top of my X. You so basically have to be like sideways. Yeah, to get I was, I was, it. I was completely sideways. I was completely sideways to that. Uh, I didn't. I expected it to be longer. Um, it's, it's pretty just short. The main, yeah. the main drop in, and then like you're talking about that rock and tree, you got to climb up around. Then it throws you passenger underneath the other rock. Yep. Like the the wall coming off like a seven or eight foot whatever ten foot wall. Mm-hmm. It throws you into that. So you you're on your side wall, your passenger time, and you kind of flop back down. And then you're there's one more climb out, and you're done. Yep. That was. And that the, was it. the last little bit isn't isn't anything special. That's easy. No, no, it was the last little bit. Yeah, I think you you probably yeah, you definitely get body damage. But I think no, you would have it, it would have been brutal through. on the body. But I think I caught up. I probably could have made it through. It I might have actually trapped. been easier because I mean I see razors were going through the side by sides were going through there. Like, so I didn't see none of the side by side guys that we saw went through there. We um, we watched like a whole parade of them go through. They literally just like. All skinny really? pedal, they just hope for the best. <laughs> no, like you, I thought race is like a light switch, you just pull throttle and then off. That's all those guys do. There was, the they races. would belly out on in that last little bit, those those flat rocks, like right at the end. Yeah, the yep. only way to get over yeah, like, that is to just hammer it because the belly yeah, bottoms right, out right, and the wheels out. don't yeah. touch anything. Yeah. And they, I got, I got done, and I'm like, Where's the rest of the trail? And like, That's it. I'm like, That's it. Yeah, this is where you guys, I'm like, I didn't even think this was like it was hard. A little harder than that. Like I, well, we didn't. Uh, there was a couple other ones we did though. I don't remember the names. Uh, so when you left that, would you call it Lower Rock Garden or Mid Rock Garden? Mid Rock Garden. So when you came out of Mid Rock Garden, got done the right. Yep. There was a trail right on the right. That was a fun trail. Uh, it was all loose, really loose, long climb up. Okay. Um. The thing that I want to do is I want to get into the backside of the park, like, and explore over more where um, Lion's Den is because we really didn't get any time over there. Yeah. So we did. We did the whole entire park, every corner. We did everything. The in I mean, four, the actual, in four days. I was surprised the amount of obstacles they have there for how big the park is 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 less minimum. than I expected. Yeah, minimum. 
And yep. like Luke going around, like when we went up to Lion's Den, we, we took the sort of like a switchback, like on the edge of the mountain road to yep. get there. We didn't take the green. That's trail. the more, yeah, that's that, that was, that like, was yeah, a, it was, it was like, almost sketchy wide. because of how wide the rigs were. Like, you're watching yeah. the tire like hang off the edge of the drop off. My my thought was, what if another rig comes down? Yeah, you know, you're. What are you gonna do? Like, sorry, so, back up. TJ, we were coming out that way. We came out the switchback way, okay. and TJ's rig decided didn't want to run anymore. Oh, fuck. so I again, of course, me, I get stuck fucking dragging him. So I drug him out, and he had the full hydro, mm. so no steering. So I had to drag him out. I'm like, please don't drive off because you're gonna pull me. Yeah, I was like, so there's no like, yeah, it's it's tight. Yeah. Uh, did you guys do mason oh, jar? Sorry. Uh, we, I, I watched everyone else do mason jar. Yes. She so okay. So yeah, you started from the bottom, or did bottom. you go up on okay. bottom to the top? So like there was that okay because there was that hard. We went in and didn't know. We went in by like the power lines and didn't yeah. know the trail came. So we we turned around mm-hmm. and came in. So we actually went through. Uh, the sketchy off camber from the power line side of that was really shitty. We went through there, ended up turning around, coming back down, and that was a long, steep grade down. Yeah. But Asian Jar was, I think, one of my favorites. It wasn't like crazy hard. No, but um, it was it was cool technical. That, was one, that first spot was uh, a. Yeah, the first spot. You kind and of played right really, the edge. But there were other ways really to do it. There was a really big wall. Yeah, there was. There was a million ways to do it. You yeah. could do like a five top. There was a really big wall, probably. Yeah, like the wall about halfway up. up was cool on the well. right i was the only to make it up that yeah you got the wheelbase <laughs> so I like, well, no one else cricket couldn't even get his tires on it because it was such a <laughs> tall it was all of i, I needed like 120 inch wheelbase to make it not sketchy because yep. you literally just saw the sky yep. i had my sucked on winch in all the way i had it sucked up and i got my tires on it and i stomped it and I, let her, I let her eat and she crawled up there no, so yeah, that was it that's a that's a steep yeah. one that was really no. It was that's one of the steepest climbs I've done. Yeah. Um. That was really steep. That was vertical, completely vertical. That was that was a very very steep climb. Yeah, I was just curious because like, I want to see more of that park, but I also want to see if there's more for me to see at that park. If that makes sense, because there's not like a lot of. Um, I'd go again. I mean, even just the, the environment on that property was yeah was cool like the everybody so, we met was cool uh we, the, we 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 joked around about doing the math and i think it's actually if you go for four days it's actually cheaper to go to harlan including fuel than roush damn because roush is, is fucking 60 bucks a day to wheel true yep so you gotta like that's the only downfall the roush is it's so expensive like i know it's, it's only 60 bucks and it's a huge part okay I, i'm not arguing with you well, when you go to Harlan, it's thirty dollars for a month. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And you have two rigs on a gooseneck, so you're already splitting fuel uh, going down there. It's in the in the hotel. The house house rental was cheaper. Uh, it's I told everybody, I'm like, if we do the math, I bet you it's the same money to go to Harlan as it is to go to Roush. Yep. Yeah. You know, dollar for dollar. You know what I mean? Dollar for dollar down there. Um. I just, like I said, I don't know if there's more trails that are actively, um, not I, I think hard, there, but like I think technical there is. and fun. I think there is. If you didn't get to do like all four corners, uh, did you guys get to like the lower area where the other campground was? No. Um, okay. So you got, yeah. So you guys missed a lot. There's a couple cool treat, uh, Creek, Creek, 
creek trails over there where you actually drive in the river mm-hmm. um, awesome. down on that side, which is pretty cool. So you guys, yeah, you guys, you guys missed, you, you could definitely go back and, um, and, and you'll see a lot more. The, as far as like technical trails, I think Mason jar and a couple of the big climbs were, were it. What's that rock face? Um, it's always on Real YouTube. Railbed. Yep. So Railbed is off. Fucking party at midnight. <laughs> oh yeah. So I I one shot a real bed, and then I went up after real bed. If you went over to the left, there's like three big climbs. Did you guys see that? Uh, we, we didn't make that the, far up. Okay, so when you go over real bed, which is the big the big rock face at the bottom, yep. you go up and there's three trails. So the right is like steep, but you could do it on like Cody's on Cody's uh, XJ. The the middle one, he he would hog on it pretty good, but he he would probably get it. The left one, no one got. Oh shit! I didn't get. Cricket didn't get. No one got it. And I was. This was the third day, so it was almost the end of. We had four days in Harlan, or no, we had five days. This was the fourth day. I was hogging on mine, trying to make that because I already had a whole bunch of reeling done, and I I would have fixed it before Roush, whatever. I was hogging on it, and I couldn't make that. I was second, third gear limiter. I could not make that. <laughs> so there is, there is, there is definitely some more little climbs like that. Um, I'll send you a couple of videos, Luke. There's another big one. Um, again, near that middle rock garden. There's a lot of trails around there. We did uh, of stuff I didn't even put my tires on. Cricket was playing on it, and Mark was playing on there with the bent chassis. Uh, big, big, huge, uh, huge climb. Uh, I didn't even. It was all big boulders. Uh, I wasn't even going over there. It was. It was just not my buddy's spot. Yeah, I'm really excited for AOP. I don't know if you've been there. Nope, I have not. I've heard good things about it, and I have not been there. Well, Graham and myself and are going. When? Thirteenth and fourteenth of May. May, March. There's going to be a bunch of guys there. Yeah. You're going to go um, for a week, or how long are you going for? I'm probably going to go. I was thinking like it's an hour down from my place. Is it, you could send crash me, wherever. Graham, send me a message with those dates. Okay. All right. Um, because I don't have anything planned. Um, middle of summer, I have uh, my next. I have trip going to Harlan, and then we have three weeks at the end of the year. We're doing uh, Moab. That's awesome. Oh, so we have three weeks at the end of the year plan, and we're going to do Moab, and we're either doing Fordyce. And the Rubicon Trail, or Sand uh, Hollow. Uh, oh no! Oh, while you're out there. No, well, we're gonna. No, we're gonna. So we're, no, I want to do the. I want to do the. The Pictures. tourist side. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Do it. And and the buggies are gonna be stupid. I know that. Yeah. But we were talking about doing either. We're gonna spend seven days in Moab, and we're either doing five days in Fordyce and Rubicon Trail, and we'll crash up That'd there, cool. or. It's actually uh, two hours less to do Johnson Valley. Oh, okay. So we, me and Mikey were like, mm, fuck it, let's just do Johnson Valley. Yeah. So yeah. We're like, kind of like, oh, you can go do Turkey Claw and fuck around a back door. Yeah. Like, mm, <laughs> See, you're, I was going to so, say, yeah, you're already doing the Facebook photos at Moab, so there's no point to go to the Rubicon Trail when you can just go to Johnson know, Valley. Leave that for the next like, big you know, trip. You yeah. know what? We're going to save like four hours of driving. By going to wow. Johnson Valley, mm. and my wife's like, "What the hell is Johnson Valley?" I'm like, "Like King of the Hammers? Like, that's that's fucking Johnson Valley." 
Yeah. So we might, we might just do Johnson Valley for five. Uh, cause there's a bunch, a bunch of shit, uh, out in, uh, out in Johnson Valley. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's, and, and what I was told by Todd, is it Thorne? I can never say his last Todd name right. Thorne. Todd, yeah. Thorne, that's it. All right. He said, uh, the problem with Moab is when you go once, you're going to go every year. Huh. He said, that's the problem. He said, so if you go once, he goes, you're going to go every year. He goes, it's such an awesome trip out there. And they do Sand Hollow a couple times a year. Uh, him yeah, and I'm talking um, kind of casually with Tyler about taking a trip out there to go um, – race or riding the rzrs with him yeah he, so. he's in uh he's outside of phoenix isn't he yeah he's not he's not too far from all so no he's not arizona uh, arizona's got some gnarly shit too all the uh undertakers and they got some yep. gnarly shit arizona new mexico there's some gnarly shit mikey found some stuff in south uh south dakota um grand junction colorado oh yeah grand gnarly. junction is fucking gnarly grand junction's got right some gnarly there. shit like I, I want to do a bunch of the Arizona stuff. Um, I would love to go down there where the Undertakers are. They do a bunch of shit down there. So I'm a big fan. That's what I'm trying to get the wife to move is Arizona. Um, I want to do, I would like to live northern Arizona. Wow, you're leaving us already. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm not leaving. I, I haven't, she's not convinced. So Dude. I'm convinced. <laughs> I tell you, I don't know if you've lived in New England your whole life or not. Best fucking thing I ever did was watching New York disappear in my rearview mirror. <laughs> I've been all over. I've been all over the world. I've traveled a lot growing up. My dad was good to us. I traveled a ton, so I've been all over the place. And out west is still my favorite. Uh, Boulder, Colorado, is still the, one of my favorite places I've ever been. So I, I love it out there. Uh, I just don't want snow. Uh, I don't want to deal with snow anymore. Dude, so it's not I cannot bad. describe <laughs> the feeling. Of seeing New York leave the rearview mirror no, no, and yeah. knowing it's sucks. the last time. Uh, no, it's no. not, because you're coming back up at some point. Right. You had to come back to the What I mean, but like I mean that when you realize that that's not like around you anymore and you're leaving the area, it's awesome. No, no, it's huge. It's it's, be- it's so beautiful out there, and people don't understand that. Like, I grew up on the wrong coast. That's what I tell everybody. It's on the wrong side of the country. Uh, I don't want to be in California. I don't want to be living there. Yeah. But it's it's beautiful, and the weather is fucking beautiful. Yeah, so I, would, I I would take the weather and everything out there. You know. See, I, 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 I oh sorry. God. I mean, it's the, I God, you got sorry. I describe Appalachia as home to me just because I f- feel more like I belong in this area and. I want to go and hit all the parks around here, like Dirty Turtle. Uh, oh, there's a ton down there. Um, yep. And, you know, I'm really lucky because of the Trail Trash guys being so open and being like, yeah, just come with us to this. And these are all the parks in the area. And Brad's yeah. like, yeah, we're right over by AOP. So I've got people to wheel with, and it's fucking awesome. Well, you, you already have a Bill Rig and Graham and all that stuff. You find someone, even Cody. Uh, you find someone that like will wheel with you. Like you get into, you know, you go to a, an Arby's or whatever that you want to go to Sonic, some restaurant. You pull into a parking lot, someone's got a Cherokee on forties. Like, uh, hey, we're gonna be friends. You know what I mean? Like you just know, like it's it's what we do. Like, hey, where do you guys wheel? Like, oh, I, I got a Toyota on forty threes. Like, mm, what do you do? You find that Toyota guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's all yep. clapped out. You're like, mm, I'm gonna like him. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, you just 
no matter where you go, if there's Wheeling Parks around, there's going to be private land and blah, 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 join a club or whatever, you know, down there um, and, and tag with those guys. Trail tracks are huge for you, you know, being able to do that. you got to just tag along with people and, and you'll fit in. You know what I mean? Because we all have the same interests. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Just like back to the community thing though because it's like you can just meet people and yeah. you might not like the first group you might not like the second group and you'll yeah. probably like the third group a lot yeah or like one guy out of the first group and two guys out of the second group and make your own group you know what i mean and yeah. make your own crew and and that's how it is and that's how this this hobby is is you want to be with people that are always in good spirits and and, and thinking ahead and how can we make this better you know, that was one of my favorite parts oh. about Backyard Built was, like, when I first got there, you know, I was the odd one out when I had the buggy, but, like, slowly we kind of shaped it into something that was really, really fucking cool to watch evolve because it started out with, you know, Graham was on 35s, Colin was, well, Colin and sean didn't have a buggy and now people have got buggies graham's rig is as far as you can take a streetable xj and yeah. like watching that kind of progression was fucking cool it doesn't no, go it very far awesome. it's, it's on jack's hands <laughs> speaking of the toe guys next door were making fun of me i had to put my uh that's that one sticky i've got that it's on that i need you to patch for me or send to the your guy to patch chris yeah uh, <laughs> i had to put a jack stand under that side because the toe guys would make fun of me they're like oh well, your tire's Col flat again today <laughs> tell colin to come get his fucking tire i have colin's tire oh, okay. i had oh. colin's tire he paid for it and everything colin's <laughs> tire is fixed uh it's sitting in my in front of my garage it's full of snow so colin is colin's very hard to get a hold of these yeah, days he's hey, mia he right now he paid for it. It's it's All sitting right. there. So someone someone wants a thirty seven inch Goodyear, um, <laughs> like seven ace tread. It's sitting outside of my garage, and it's kind of on a you know it's full of snow and it's on ice right now. But have him come grab that, or when you drop off yours, just take that thing. Yeah, um, well, it's as, just sitting. As as I, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. So yeah, as soon as I get these new tires, I'll take those stickies off. I think there's another one that might have a hole. I gotta check it. Yeah. Too, and and my guy doesn't my guy doesn't care. I'll get him done. So cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of the community though, something that I want to bring up is how similar the wives and girlfriends are in their personalities and how a lot of them, like, I'm not even kidding, like, you'll go to one of these events, you'll meet somebody's girlfriend or whoever that, like, puts up with the same shit that your girlfriend or <laughs> they're just like you understand. It's yeah. so, so funny. Mikey and those guys, they, they call my wife Camp Mom. Because yep. it's Camp Mom. So she's cooking. Hey, what do you want for a sandwich? So she's making sandwiches for us on the trail. Like, hey, what do you want for breakfast? She's making breakfast. Or, hey, that's Schmidt, Morgan. Yeah, so it is. It's Camp Mom. So, like, that's, that's, it is what it is. It's, that's what we do because it's our community. Like, you know, Ben now cooks breakfast. So we know that. So, because they don't get the lunch thing situated and we get back and pasta and stuff for us for dinner. It's like a big oh, community. I've got to yeah, ask, does she give you the disgusted looks when you're getting like uh, shitty with the boys or? So I don't drink. So. Oh, never mind. Would, so you she will. Uh, I used to drink. The look would drink. definitely be disgusted though. He's <laughs> drinking now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What the hell? Um, I, one of my buddies, Matt, got two DUIs in a month. 
so I was his sponsor or, you know, his, you know, helping him. And yep. I was the one out of all my friends, we were still drinking heavy. So out of all my friends, we'd go to the bar and he was the only one not drinking. And he's one of my best friends. So I'm like, fuck it. I just won't drink. So he's the reason I stopped drinking. So it's been 12 years since I've had, I just stopped for him. Like, I didn't care. Like, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. So like, I've tried to have a beer. And, ah, like I can't, it's been so long. I just can't, the taste doesn't do anything for me. So, but I'm, I'm also a really early riser. So you guys will figure that out when we yeah, will. I'm up. I'm up. No, yeah, you're, you're, out, you're out. Like you've been wheeling and you're coming back and we're like, I, I no. wake up to your rig driving by. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't play the sleeping game. So if I go to bed at two in the morning or I go to bed at nine at night, I'm up at the same time in the morning. So I, there's no sleeping in. I have kids. So my kids are up at six every morning. So like I'm up early and for me not to drink, it makes my life a lot easier in the morning. Yeah, so, I can respect that. You know what I mean? Like, again, I don't care. It's not like I'm, uh, it doesn't bother me. You do whatever you want. You know, we used to put down handles of Jack Daniels all the time. I, I drank. We drank heavy. But yeah. I just stopped from that. That was what, what was my my stop. I'm like, I'm driving for a living now. I probably shouldn't get a DUI. Uh, like, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, <laughs> just kind of my career. I'm like, that's right. So no, nah, I was just curious because, like, my girl does the same stuff with the camp mom type thing. But when we start drinking, she'll partake to a certain point, and then we just get like slightly more and more disgusted looks. The stupider <laughs> we get, yeah, she doesn't. She'll be the one that I'll come back to the camp, and she'll be like, "Do you want me to make some food?" And we're like, "Yeah." So <laughs> that's why we call her camp mom because it's two in the morning, and she's whipping up you know kibasi or something like that because we're starving. So I'm like, "Come on, we're hungry," you know, like we're a bunch of kids. Yeah, so she'll come and she'll cook for us. And that's that's the. Again, though, like Cody said, it's the wheeling mentality of the women that we that we wheel with. They gotta understand what they're getting into with our hobby. Oh yeah, it, it, it's just it's really funny just to see like uh, or like Ryan's wife. Her name's Steph, right? Right. She's Luke. amazing. It's like I don't know. Like it's just it's funny because you can see the similarities between like Rob's wife and yeah, Steph. Melissa. They are like they're like the same person. And like yeah, Melissa's a little bit more. Uh, used to dealing with the kind of rugged end of it where Steph yeah. still likes her her nice you know like sleeps in the hotel and whatnot but it's just it's funny they they have very very similar just like happy-go-lucky very positive attitudes and it's it's I don't know they're the type of people when you see, meet them or see them you just you have a smile on your face for the rest of your day because you're like you know that's like it's it's just cool it's really cool yeah yeah <laughs> you, you have to be if you're a mopey person I, I got no time for you you know if you're in my life soaks. This is dumb. I got no time for you. Like I don't. I don't like. I'll just brush you off. You're you're a waste of my time. I, I don't. I don't want to be hanging out with someone that's always in a bad mood. You know, like if you can't joke around, laugh, you know, whatever. If you're just gonna be mopey, you, you don't waste my fucking time. Yeah. And that's it's. it's it, I don't want to be around that shit. I don't want to be around negativity. Nothing. Like yeah, you break, we're all gonna get grumpy and pissy and moany and have our moments. We need a Snickers or whatever you're going on, but. <laughs> Just, just you know, we it's all in good fun. We're with our friends, and we all help each other. That's that's the the bottom line. Is if your rigs broke down the trail, I promise you that I will get your shit out. There's no if and but around. I don't care if we roll it over the roof and drag that motherfucker. I'm like, we will get you. We will get you out of the woods. Like, I, there's no if and but around that we will not leave you. you yeah, that's I mean? a really really good point. On that note, I need to do my fucking ball joints before Mag. I mean, that's, that's, a random, that's a random thought. I, I, yeah, that's, that? I mean, he doesn't um, want to lose fucking, one. Otherwise, he comes home out. It was Colin <laughs> blowing the ball joint at 
twice and the amount of Herculean effort you, that has gone into... You've got super duty ball joints. I've got Master Pros in mine, and they're still tight. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, it's, it's yeah, a totally different... I, I know, but just, like, the... Watching that happen twice has been like a. You've also got U joints that are like twice the size of his. Like they're not. Yeah, quite... you can't. You can't compare a Dana forty four anything no. to a Dana sixty anything. Like it's not. It's not. The everyone. Same. Everyone is all horned out about these goddamn ball joint eliminators. I fucking hate them. So I I, I am a hundred percent supporting ball joints. If you have an O five plus, just run ball joint. Shut up with the ball. I've seen three sets of ball joint eliminators fail. Three sets. Oh, yeah. Just set up and run ball joint. I'm pretty sure that Ford had $3 billion in R&D in their damn Dana 60s. And it's meant to hold a nine-foot plow on the front with a Mexican driving it and a sander in the back, <laughs> pushing back snow banks and all this other crap. Like It's designed to have a 1,000-pound truck pounding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Day in, day out. And, yeah, you replace them every couple of years in a plow truck. In a wheeling rig, you probably do them once. If you even do them. You hear that? I didn't do them. I don't need ball joint eliminators. You can take the material and pull it out of your truck. I don't need it. And you and you, and you said <laughs> Curtis isn't even wheel enough. So no. you don't got to worry about it because he doesn't push it hard enough. He would. The problem is he just lives 12 hours away from everywhere that he has to go wheeling. I'm sure Listen, like if he lived more go, local. He can go wheel with Luke and those guys down there. Just work the ride. So just take the ride down away. there. Oh, he's he can't get his vacation. Oh, Long weekend, bro. He's, well, if he Take listens to this one, uh, I'm sure we'll get a... Yeah, call in sick on Friday. <laughs> any of them. He just yeah. shows up. At least this dude fucking listens to them and then shows up. Yeah. No, I mean... I, yeah, I don't... Yeah, just, just, just wheel. Like, you have... You have all this time and money, uh, you know, dedicated to your junk. Like, just, just fucking use it, you know? Yeah. You call me yeah. out right now, you bitch. Cody, is that what's gonna going on? Cody's going to have 95 excuses of why he's not going to feel I was it. unemployed from April money. till December. Just hold on. Tighten the steering box up you know? and go. You don't oh, need yeah, money. Just a wrench. Yeah, you had one of those. Yeah, you guys are a mess. I felt a little bit. Call the steering box brace and call it a fucking day. Put full hydro in it. Pun the thing and shut up. <laughs> I have the tons. I just gotta fucking get them. Well, the they're not gonna build themselves. No, my my biggest problem right now too is like this isn't even an excuse. This is really like this is a real reason of it. Is like um, a lot of times when I'm getting parts lately, if they're not directly in my line of sight every fucking day, it's out of sight, out of mind, and I fucking forget that I even have them. Like for the longest time, I forgot that I had the O five plus tons. Like I, I, they're over at my brother-in-law's, sitting behind a steel pile. That was actually we just got rid of it, thank God, because it, it was a fucking massive pile of steel. Um, but they're just sitting there, and I totally forgot I even had them. So like, if they're at my house, it'd be a different story. I could every once in a while I'd go, go bring back and start taking on apart. Landlord. There's a lot. There's a lot of excuses going on here. You have friends. So bring them to your friend's house and that have them your friends. They're there. You know? I have How an axle rack that has space for an axle because mine came off the rack. Yeah, there you go. Gra Tell me Graham's what offering. Shut up. Shut Graham up. lives two and a half hours away. I've, I've, I've been told <laughs> that the O5s are way harder to slice up than the uh, O4s. I sliced that O4 in an hour. So give me have an you O5. Done the o have you done the O4, O5 yet? Uh, I haven't done an O5 yet. Oh, they suck. Yeah, gotta, I, I, I want to do one because everybody... 
I posted something on my Instagram and I was like, I I just did this 04. I mean, it, granted, it's not. You're right. It's not anywhere near as much casting uh, as an 05, but yeah. you use the right tools and they come apart well, it's relatively. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a half day. It's a half day, All and right. you need a you need a seven inch grinder. So oh. you need you need a seven uh, or it's a bitch. Uh, I used a portaban, plasma torches, and you need a seven inch grinder. Jesus. Okay, good to know. I need to give it, give it to me, Cody. I want to try it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's definitely do. I've done. Uh, I've done three of them. They're we'll definitely play. doable. They just suck. We'll play in a weekend. I'll come out and we'll hang out for a little bit, and I'll just you can play with something, and I'll just start grinding and cutting away on. No, no, no. That. I yeah, maybe, do it because I've been people want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just I did you, Cody can ship the back axle then. Ship all the crap off oh, the back yeah, axle and get that yeah, stuff all done and situated, and make sure Graham's all set up with cutoff wheels and pizza or whatever you gotta give him and feed him, and then just call it a day. Craft uh, beers, can't forget about those. <laughs> craft beers, hey, and. and just that I mean, you're a pain in the ass, but whenever you want help with that shit, Cody, I'm I'm game for helping. And, and I know you guys are you live in you live far, but I I'm just I'm game to give you guys help on a weekend or a Saturday or a Sunday or once it starts getting warm and stuff like that. I, I'm I slow down at work. I'm I'm always game for helping with that shit and the you know getting thing, stuff done. Biggest thing right now is stacking money. That's the biggest thing I got to do, and I I got to get a cage in that. I really am at a point now where I am, especially with all the friends that I have that have bigger Jeeps. Oh, like, I'm oh, not worried about Hold up. I have to defend Cody from Chris's fucking mocking right there. <laughs> he does need a cage because he can't fucking drive. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many times have I almost rolled over and saved it? That gives me some brownie points, fucker. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I well, said you can't save it. I said you can't fucking drive because you've almost <laughs> rolled it on blues. <laughs> That's uh, fuck you. Okay, fine. Deal. <laughs> Take hey, it. Hey, I got I got stuck. I was bringing overly uh, jump pack because his buggy died. I got stuck on when I first bought my buggy. I had the stupid boggers on it, and I got stuck on a blue at Field and Forest. I was so fucking mad. I had to pull cable and a goddamn buggy on a fucking blue. <laughs> I was so mad that I had to do that. So it does happen. It doesn't have to stick up for him. Yeah. Doesn't stick up for him, but it does happen. I was literally stuck on a blue. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't paying attention. <clears throat> I slid off and I got stuck. But yeah, all jokes aside, all parts aside, I, I need the cage. The cage is the biggest thing right now that I need. I need to just focus a little bit on safety. But if you, but if you put a cage it. in it, you can actually wheel it pretty hard how it is. Like, I, oh, I, yeah. You're going to break shafts and stuff and all that oh, crap. But that don't matter. The shafts are nothing. I, could get, I have fucking like three sets of shafts sitting behind the house. And he wants to do quick, some like it. fucking fancy internal stupid cage that he's going to regret later. Yeah, he's dumb I about to, that. Okay, but. you say that, but I talked to Greenleaf, and even Greenleaf agreed with me that doing a hybrid or external cage, you are literally sacrificing proper node strength and proper nodes, or a cage design, pardon me, um, for saving a little bit of the body. Like, it, if you if you go with an internal, yeah, you're going to crush the body. You're going to lose different parts of it. You may even lose the fucking uh, the back half of the unibody. But you are going to save yourself and save the front half of the vehicle. Especially if I, like me and Luke were talking about, I would still would love to back half my shit box. So if I crush the back half, well, guess what? It's just a good excuse to start back halfing it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, but you're I, not going to make up the headroom. I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even that tall of a guy, but also, like, I have a short torso. I can drop the seat down two inches. Like, I can't use the, the stock seat mounting position anyways when I do the cage. So just drop the seat down a little you bit. You even now, but if you ever go into a 205, you run out of space really quick. 
yeah. under there. I'm sure. Yeah. Start putting I'm a big already, case I'm, in I'm there. Kind of close to my roof because I yeah, but I like, didn't lower my seat or I didn't raise my seat, but it's just it's just how packed it is. Graham, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm about four or five inches taller than you are, and I had to angle my seats to be able to get room for my head in there without an internal cage with the hybrid. I I agree. That Greenleaf and everybody who says... I mean, yes, an internal cage is technically stronger if built correctly. But we're talking about a unibody fucking Cherokee with frame stiffeners that are poorly welded on. No offense. Every single set of frame stiffeners, unless they're done by somebody who's done a million sets, isn't... It's not ideal. With a set of sliders on it, if you have sliders that things are tied to, like... at that point, does it matter? Who gives a fuck about like if no, the no? They wouldn't go to the sliders. They would go to the top of the unibody. I mean, you're you're literally the top of the exactly. flimsy, the flimsy okay. unibody that yeah, needs to be okay, reinforced flimsy... internally. So you need to rip the literal floor out and plate it properly if you're going to actually use it and not have yes. the tube just punch through the floor in a hard rollover. So, like... but you're telling me that stiffeners that are welded. Okay, so you have your unibody, you have your stiffener, then you have your sliders that are off at an angle, now creating a fucking lever. My sliders point. are more of a frame rail than my frame rail. I mean, my frame rail is yeah. pretty beefy now. But... Yeah, but like it's attached to the janky uh, unibody that you're talking about. Yeah, but it's also fully seam welded down the entire side of the Cherokee. It doesn't matter. All of that sheet metal doesn't. What? You're, you're okay. Your supports are going into something that is welded in four, two feet out. Not two feet. It's by what, like eighteen inches technically from the unibody to the. Well, if you build it the correctly, it, of it, the ab- it is a solid mounting point. I have, yeah. I have two by four slotted chunks of metal that go into the over the factory uh, unibody stiffener. I did. Uh, they're actually notched into the rough stuff unibody because it's got a lip that hangs out over. It's a stupid design, but it actually worked out because I notched, I slid it all in there uh, through to the inside. Um, it's it's angle welded onto the two by six I've got as the frame or the uh, the rail on that the the rocker. And yep. then when I went in and did the two hundred five, I went in, took the factory flooring off plated and like sandwich welded that piece of metal that was um uh the the lip that was hanging off the rough stuff stiffener yep welded that the whole way down welded it to the other side which is still factory unirail but it's basically a c channel now with reinforce with those uh kickers coming back in from the stiffener uh welded fully all around uh it's more solid than uh, I I get that, and I'm not, I get that, but and but I've got tubes running across that, them to the other yeah, side. But it's to basically, but to like, say that the a piece of metal welded uh, off of the unibody is more structurally sound when it's literally welded to that same unibody than going just down on top of the unibody seems crazy to me because the most structurally in the wrong manner. No, because I'm, I mean, just hear me out though, because if the unibody is the structure of the whole entire vehicle, yes, you can stiffen it as much as you want. You can plate it as much as you want, but in reality, it's still pieces of sheet metal. That's what it is. But so if you're now adding metal around it, then adding a leverage point off of it, you are going outside of it. Think of it like some fat or like a 
marshmallow onto a fucking piece of dry spaghetti. Like, I wanted to hear your other if, uh, other analogy there. I was thinking like a like a fat person on top of a skinny kid's shoulders. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that idea. But think of it this way: or like like having a sledgehammer. When you have a sledgehammer, I you're understand that leverage works. You're holding, st- it's still just no. I gotcha. But you're telling me that mounting the, the to more, that the weaker, point. I don't like the the mounting point in the bottom on a Cherokee is uh, you can put it wherever. If you built your rockers correctly, I don't think that's the biggest concern. Yeah, like, even you may, with, uh, you may crack it. Sure, I don't think it would rip off. Maybe if you were going like seventy miles an hour, but if in that case you shouldn't be building, you know, I, I don't know. Some people do. Oh, uh, a Cherokee you're falling off really of what I was trying to explain for that. No, Josh will tell you that the the Cherokee the greatest platform. No, you know, the work he's put into yeah. that fucking thing. But that that's one of my favorite. Cherokees. The the weaker point yeah. is is where the your um your pillars are going up to the halo. The halo is the weak point because you're not mounting that. In line with nodes, that'll shear. Like yes. mine, I, I mine is. Cody, that is, the Cody, is your mine. is your goal to make this? This is is not going to be streetable once it's timed, right? Like it's not. Oh, be correct. I well, yes and no because like my end all plan, I don't like. Okay, your friend there that has the uh, silver LJ lives in Rhode Island. He also has a full blown TJ buggy. Then he also has this yeah, LJ LJ buggy. Yeah, LJ buggy. No, well, he has an LJ and a TJ bug. Yeah, I thought that's an yeah, LJ. Well, yeah. and the, the LJ, the, the brown one, the badass one is the brown one, one forty-two inch reds. Yes. Okay. So his purple buggy. Do you know the purple buggy yeah. that he recently yeah, bought? Crap, Are you talking crap, about crap. Ashton? No, no, Richard, no. Richard Drew. So okay. his purple buggy, like to me, that's a buggy that I'd want to build. So in the sense of like, I don't think that. as I get more and more into this, I feel that the Cherokee that I own will not. Go to the point of Curtis or Greenleaf or so this is so this is where you this is where you this is where you're fucking up. So you're already thinking smart, which for you is a lot. So you're already thinking way too smart. You should just build a chassis or buy a chassis and leave your shit box alone. Well, the plan is is that I want to build the Jeep because I don't know. It's my it was my first fu- well, it wasn't my first Cherokee, but it was the first one that I actually started doing cool shit with. I want to get it to a point that it could run blacks with the cage. Like I might not even throw the the tons under my current Jeep. That's what I mean. Then yeah, yeah. You kind of if you talk to Luke and I know you guys have sentimental value in Grant with your range. If you talk to Luke and those guys again, I guarantee you, if they were to have the money they put into their rigs, I and again, I know Luke has sentimental value to his Jeep and Grant probably does too. But if you're to take that kind of money, you could have built a full off chassis. Correct. And money and time. Um, I could have built a full off chassis. I would never build a full off chassis yeah, because you don't want it. Yeah, you you want to be able to still drive it, and I, and I understand that. That's why I was asking asking if Cody still wanted to be able to drive this. If you're being able to drive it down the road, it's a totally different fucking ballgame. Yeah. Um, I I don't think if I bring it to the point that I want my like I want a rig that I can out like a Timmy style rig where I can go out have a good time. If I want to if I want to stretch my like uh skills on wheeling i don't want to have to worry that i'm gonna fucking die when this thing rolls over like that's the biggest thing is like right now i'm concerned that if i roll this thing over me and the girlfriend are gonna be trapped and it's gonna catch on fire really because it like i am chasing down guys when they roll over they don't pancake they just kind of crush on the roof but are they caleb's blinds fucking cherokee it had like some tube no doors no I think it was all fucking B. The body was still there. 
He yeah. fucking loved that thing and hated that thing. It was hilarious he, to he talk with him about him. that. I watched him on Elm Street right before the exit of Elm Street, and he backed up as like a big face, like a, a four and a half foot, five foot face vertical, and your tires were all muddy. And you couldn't, you can't get up because your tires are full of goop. So I watched him back up, like just broilers to back up and just fucking hammer it in like second or third gear and bounce. The rear tires came like four feet in the air. Um, and he bounced up over that. I was like, man, he's nuts. <laughs> I was like, I like, I like him. I was like, I he's, fucking like he's him. He's a hoot. But like seeing something like that, the Cherokee body was still intact. That thing went over a bunch. Yeah. So it had some kind of hybridish cage on the inside. Like, like Graham said, you know, you're, you're complicating toast here. Just kind of throw a cage in there and what you, whatever your budget allows to make sure you and your old lady are safe. You know what I mean? Like, make sure the occupants in the rig are safe and don't worry about the body because you don't care. Don't worry about the body and stuff. Just make sure you guys are safe and, you know what I mean? You can get your seats exactly, and get your harnesses. And, yeah, that, you that's, exactly, have, that's exactly you where my mindset seats is and harnesses now, though, first. Yeah. You should be putting your 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 priority should be yeah, seats and harnesses. Need seats and harnesses to build the cage around. Yeah. So. yeah. And then you should Absolutely. you should build like Ramsey. You should build your seats and harnesses on your lower part of the cage. That'll be the beginning stages of your cage where you you have your bars going across to your sliders, Mister Fucking Leverage. But you have your bar, your bars going across to your sliders and all this other shit. So your seats are mounted, then you later on do it in stages. Graham builds the front for you or something behind your head for your harness bar. Then you go over the dash and you do something on the inside or the outside. Whatever you're going to do, then later on you do the back. And if that's what you're worried about on rolling over, I'd have your seats. You're going to blow your back out before you your head. Yeah. So yeah. In a bad roll, you're going to hurt yourself that way. You're going to break your back. And that's why I I'm will thinking, tell you right? that that is a fucking truth. Because when I rolled my shitbox buggy... I fucked my side and my back up more than yeah, I fucked. What I'm my saying, up. and even the guys with the badass buggies, man, if you're here, you don't have good seats, or your harnesses aren't on, or they're not tight, or your harnesses are in an improper angle coming off your shoulders, they're down, they're up, and I see that all the time spine. too. You see some yeah. of these harness setups, and it's like oh. I see them, I'll be like, Ugh, like you almost throw off. The like, way, Graham, back. I miss my tabs. Your tabs were dumb. My tabs <laughs> made it so that the harness angle was a little bit less steep yeah, until they shear off because they're in like a they're gonna bend and then and you loosen up your harness and then Luke goes flying um, out of the jeep on a hard rollover down the mountain like you know I don't know just looking um, out for you bud it's okay <laughs> um, and you're then talking about upper tabs to, is it upper yeah. tabs you're talking about yeah yep. you should have those there shouldn't be tabs on there all right so then I was wrong but to go you back to Dragon and Cody. Want, it at a different height you can make you can do a bar just for the harnesses i have a harness bar in mind yeah. mine's got a bar I, going I across wouldn't do, for the harness. it doesn't have to be I a structural like cross yeah. bar no, no it can mine be just is a just, little hoop just, uh, that's yeah. mine is mine well mine actually is structural but it goes across and it's my harness bar there's no tabs there's no nothing mine i got lucky because of where i put it so it was close enough that Graham was able to throw the harnesses in, and it's only like an inch or two below my shoulder. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're horrible. That's that's okay. It's not. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's not Again, as it'll, ideal. It'll, but... it'll crush. It'll crush your spine. I tell these guys, like, you got to be careful. You come down to, even with the harnesses set up properly. If you're not tight in your seat, you come down hard. You're gonna crush your spine. Yep. Like, yeah. Suspension seats also will fuck you up if yep. you get into too big of a fucking 100%. rollover. 
Yep. But can I get back to my quick point on ragging on Cody? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, we are at 240 I'm, right now, just, just a heads up. I know. We'll call this after this. I trust having my pillar fully welded down the entire door seam and down the entire unibody rail with tie-ins going into the stiffener more than I trust just having the tie-ins being what's holding the cage up. That's why my C-pillar has two mounts. Well, technically three, I guess. Um, and the A-pillar is fully tied in right at the edge of where the exterior welds on my door pillar, like the actual structural part of the unibody, then also has a support pillar underneath it. It's not ideal, but I trust that more than just putting it on a 2 by 2 square piece. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand completely. I'm just at a point with my rig that um, uh, it's at a it's at a like a breaking point. It's either it needs to go full retard, if you will, or keep it the way it is. And honestly, with what I want to build, I have no like like my final rig, whether it be the Cherokee or whether it be a chassis of some sort. I have no intentions of it really being streetable. Per, to me, the ease no. of just hopping in the truck, throwing it on the trailer, and then going to wherever I'm going to wheel outweighs. Why don't you just start cutting then? Yeah. Because I because everybody says a fucking Cherokee sucks. If I want, if I am cool and happy with something like the purple rig that uh, Rich 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 no. true, yeah Rich yeah true. Rich has, then yeah. why why fuck my Jeep up? Why not just my Jeep works fucking great the way it is? I mean, it's literally a smorgasbord mix of Grams and Lukes in reality. Before it went to one tons, both of their like it's. A smorgasbord perfect of both. It works great. If I just refine it a little bit, make it safe, and then just have fun with it, and then I build a like a, a like an actual uh, buggy. Why not? Like that's why. Yeah, I guess I could just do the hybrid, just do the cookie cutter, not cookie yeah, cutter. But do like the do the no, it is it's a cookie cutter. Do the cookie cutter and, and fix your steering and leave it on the the little baby axles and just leave it on thirty fives and wheel it and have fun and then. Yeah. You know, do something else later on, or if you want to do tons later on, do tons later on because you already have the fucking cage. Just get the get the hybrid done, and like I said, get some seats and get your steering fixed, your steering box, and all that crap, and just leave it how it is. You don't got to be a hero this year. You know what right. I mean? Just get out and hang out with your friends and have fun. Your rig works like they work. Uh, I'll give them that. They you know, they do dumb things. You're gonna be amazed what you can do on thirty fives that you, ton guys yeah, don't dude. do, dude. You know and what I mean? You like, know and one you got a thing cage, you can you can do the dumb lines too. That's that's yeah, you can, another huge. Yeah, you can, and then thing. and you don't care and you don't care about the body, so you're not like, oh, I fucking dented it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to care. You roll, you're like, roll back over, let's go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not worried about. It. So just, I would I leave mean, it. Do the cage asap, but I get your seats first. Get your seats. Do the cage, and then you know fix your steering and blah blah blah. And go through the list this year, just so you can have fun, enjoy it. You know, go out. And, Go out with your buddies and, and actually wheel, you know, go and have fun. That, that, and then that's start the goal. process of the of yeah. the actual rig. Yeah, and that's and again, like it's crazy that I come to these realizations that I don't really think about this shit outside of like talking with other people, but like or like it seems like it always happens on the podcast that I'm coming to these realizations of like what I really want to do. Yeah. But 
it's, yeah, it's you're it talking is, with a bunch that's of what people. the point of the podcast correct is. <laughs> <laughs> so i hope it helps other people too and like i know we've had my conversation about what i want to do my current rig the current problems and shit like that but hopefully it helped somebody but yeah. like it, i i think that is a thing that i just and honestly with how many rigs that are set up just like that purple rig i i, I wish i could come up with a better answer it's kind of like mike's yj buggy but without the yj I think no, I, I've, seen, I've seen that right. I know, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Like, Richard, that, I, that's a cool buggy. Yeah, I could buy a f- chassis practically done, sitting with the like. If let's say it's on Toyota Toyota axles, and I want to swap like it over 10 to ten grand. Thing. Yeah, ten fifteen yeah. grand. You can find a full blown chassis, like motor, everything, like turnkey, hard yeah. and stickies, and you find them all the time. Jeep based or Toyota based or Samurai based or you know Cherokee based or whatever you've got going on. It's already and, built. Like, you save myself a lot of time too. Well, yeah. the time and money and the blood, sweat, and tears you're gonna have in doing yours. And Graham will tell you, Luke will tell you how much time they have into their fucking rigs to get them where they are now. You know, just YouTube work alone. Cody's seen them. it. He yeah. watched yeah. my rig when he first started coming around. It was on 35s. I think the first time he hung out at my yeah, shop, your, your, your speed was like a little unrealistic. Almost. I mean, you slapped it together faster than most people. We'll do True. one portion of that. So that's not always a good... I mean, mine took... No, but I'm saying, like... Longer Cody than yours. Was, Cody was coming down to the shop, though, and he got to see, like... I had the axles prepped. All right, axles are underneath. Bang, bang, bang. We're doing... Control arms are in. Track bar is built. Like, he got to see all the stages and the absolute Herculean amount of work that went in over that summer. I got my one tons in in three months. Yeah. And it was driving in four. But it's also not. It's a lot of work. You got to remember, I went to Tacoma three months. It was independent, and three months I was driving. It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? As you got your friends over there every weekend, you're grinding, you're cutting, yep. you're welding. It's oh. a lot of fucking. It's work. an every Dude. weekend, every night sort of deal. Yeah, to get things. Yeah, done it was an every fun. night sort of it's deal. It's dedication. Right. If Cody if Cody spends ten grand, fifteen grand, he come up with the money and buys a fucking chassis or a buggy done. Then he just puts a cage and everything in his for now. You know, yep. even yeah. just doing the cage, the hybrid cage. Grandma will tell you it's a lot of fucking work. It's not like it's just a bolt-in thing where you're like, and done. It's and a solid. Ending. Week uh, for me, the whole exo portion. And granted, it was the first one I'd done, so I didn't. You know, it took me a little longer than I'd probably do one now. But it was a f- a week just to do the outside, and then another week to do the inside, or more. Yeah, I mean, like piece of the inside work. together forever. It took me a month to do my cage. Like, it take a long time. And, and um, that's why I would have no problem paying Graham to do mine once he frees himself up. I know right now he's busy as shit. Give me, give me because the, uh, no. It's Give me the uh, uh, drop the money off, drop the Jeep off, and then we'll go from there. You you tell me <laughs> when you want it done, I'll get you the tube quote, and we can go for it. Like it's and it's because I respect, I see the amount of effort that like Luke has put in, you have put in, Colin has put in. Like I understand what are you why Colin doesn't fix his shit. No, but, like, like, no but, but what I'm trying to he get is like, on it. I haven't done it yet. I don't trust myself with my current welding abilities. I don't trust myself, and I would rather respect one of you guys who has put in the time and effort to just do it. I don't even care if I wait the two, three months that it would take to make it happen. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather know. Uh, it can't happen. sit in the shop for two or three months, so it'll get done faster than that. Don't worry. Oh, perfect. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we crank stuff. It can't sit. Other than uh, there are some exceptions, but we, we won't do that anymore. Nothing can sit. It's got to be. Yeah, mobile. I'd I'd rather I'd rather like I'd be happier knowing that it was getting done well and 
by the person or by somebody who has already put the hours of just bullshit effort into yeah, doing yeah, it you don't need to twice his horn we're at no, 251 but like, what, I, what i'm so, getting at is like seeing yeah. like seeing luke build yeah, his my, ear, my uh my headphones are not gonna die i'm three percent all right well I'll, I'll be quick i'll be quick i promise but like yeah. yes i i totally get what you're coming at graham where like his was unrealistic but he's already done it He's already done it on different Jeeps. He's already done the axle swaps. He's already done the three yeah. links. He's already done all that. Makes so when sense. I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, that was really fast. He did that really quick. But like he also he had the money at the time. He had the he had the time, which was huge. He was able to go and fucking make it happen. So I I could still respect where he was able to get to and how quickly Dude, he did it. I but because of the lived there for yeah. three months. Like it was every other day after work, I was coming home at like ten o'clock from that shop. Jesus, that's a lot. It's a lot of work. No, you yeah. are, and we're doing it. Right, we're doing it with Mikey's right now. We did yes. a back half on Mikey's. It's been two weeks, but he's there ten days in the past two weeks. Yep, ten, wow. twelve days, and I'm there the same three, four, five days. Like, and we have Craven coming over. It's a lot of work. We just did a back half on a Jeep that didn't have any body. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's like nine tubes. Like, <laughs> it's not that much. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's yeah. a lot of work. You know, and like. That's why I won't take any shit about me not fucking doing anything on my Jeep right now is because I've done so much fucking work to it in the past three years that, like, I'm allowed to take a couple months. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like, you can take a couple month break. Alrighty. Well, we're at 2.52, so we're going to call yeah. it. Uh, we, thank everyone for like, listening, though, fucker, okay? It's been three hours. If they sat this long, you better thank them, yeah. you piece of shit. Don't say bye without saying it. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. Thank Do you it. for listening to the podcast for two hours <laughs> and 52 minutes. And remember, uh, it doesn't need to be perfect. Just get it fucking going and get it on the trail. Because if you sit for a year and don't wheel, it's a lot less fun to talk on a podcast than it is if you wheel every month or every weekend. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so just... Don't get it right, get it running.